Of the Geo and Meatbag Show featuring Rody and Cash. Oh, oh. What the fuck is up? 133, man. God, this is, this, this, this show is the at. thing that wouldn't fucking die. We're like cockroaches, man. We just keep coming back. We stand the test of time here. There, there are TV series that didn't go 133 fucking episodes. And I'm talking like popular fucking shows didn't go 133. So that's a... Uh, I mean, it's not like a milestone fucking episode, but it's still it's a pretty impressive accomplishment. Nope, we're, I'm, it we're is. Getting I'm her. getting 133 tatted on me tomorrow, dude. What? <laughs> it's a milestone for sure. <laughs> that, off, that offspring fucking lyric, instead of a 13, she drew a 31. So yeah. Someone goes to give you a, thir- a 13 fucking <laughs> just get a 133. tattoo gives you a 133. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally oh, put man. an extra three. So, uh, <laughs> so, folks, we have a uh, pretty interesting punk rock talk lined up for everybody. We are just going to go over some of the new releases here in the punk rock scene of Arizona. A lot of bands got new tracks, and uh, it's definitely going to be better than Nerdy News. So we're, we're excited for that one. I seriously doubt it. We got some wrestling to talk about, and we also oh, yeah. are going to have a Nerdy News. Uh, I'm sorry. So... <laughs> Without any further ado, <laughs> let's do what we always do around here and let's get right the fuck into it. This is Punk Rock Talk! Welcome everybody to the least listened to segment in podcast history. Welcome to Punk Rock Talk. That's right, baby. Yes, it's Geo flying solo once again, but that's okay because this segment does not require a lot of talking. We are going to be going over some new releases by bands here in our scene in Arizona. If you're not from Arizona, um, even better, because now you get to check out um, some of the newer stuff that our bands here are releasing. So that being said, let's get right into some fucking music here. Uh, This one right here is by Winter Haven out of Flagstaff, Arizona. It's called Puppets. Yeah. 
Did it pick up? Got it. <laughs> That's a cool little thing at the end there. I don't know if they did that into an actual pickup of a guitar. Uh, Squared has done that before. It's cool when you get something to pick up out of a pickup. But, uh, great track there by Winter Haven. The vocals are locked in. Beautiful, as always. Uh, the pr pr production? Production there. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. The production there is pretty fucking spot on. So, good stuff, as always, coming from Winter Haven. Uh, I've watched them evolve into the band they are now which is fucking amazing. Uh, you guys are killing it. You guys are crushing it. Hopefully we will have them on soon. And uh, keep getting them fucking badass shows. Uh, Northern Arizona love. All right. So moving on to the Phoenician area, the Phoenix lands, we have a band called the Fast 86ers. And this song is called Chainsaw Willie. That was the Fast 86ers. You can check that out on Bandcamp. They have a brand new release. Um, that and another song, an instrumental called Shithanger. Uh, very good stuff. Good song. Uh, production needs a little work. I would, uh, if I could recommend or give a bit of a constructive criticism here, uh, I recommend contacting Cosmic Soup Recording. Very affordable recording. 
uh, and it includes mixing and mastering. Um, unless that's the sound you're going for, then I'll just shut the fuck up. So, next on the list here, we have one of my favorite bands in the music scene here in Arizona. We have Corky's Leather Jacket. That's right, Corky's Leather Jacket with some brand new material. Um, new album called Or It Will Explode. It's on all streaming platforms. There is 12 songs here, and we are going to play Unmarked Graves. job boys i love me some corky's leather jacket all right next up on the chopping block we have thrash can out of phoenix these guys have been making some waves uh coming back pretty hard from the pandemic with some fucking badass music playing some shows and i am excited to play them here on the podcast for you this song is called dead weight 
off of the brand new uh, little EP here that they have on uh, Bandcamp. It's called Rabid. Check it out. Little three song EP. Just enough to get your rocks off. The song is called Dead Weight. Yes, Thrash Can does not disappoint. That was amazing. Fucking love those guys. Uh, go to bandcamp.com, thrashcan.bandcamp.com to support the boys today. All right, so next up we have the Owen Guns with their most recent release, uh, Pulling on the Boots, Racist Dickhead, there in parentheses. Let's check it out. Pulling on the Boots. Racist Dickhead by the Owen Guns.
fucking A. Good shit. Good shit coming from the motherfucking Owen Guns. And uh, right now we're going to get into one of my other favorite bands here in the scene. This is Perfect Sense with The Inferno.
Fuck yes. So proud of my boys in perfect sense. Uh, quick shout out to Shane and Shoei. Love you guys. Proud of the new shit here. And moving forward, I am so happy to announce that this band has just formed in 2022. And yes, they are called So Happy. A uh, little cheap plug, myself in uh, TV Tragedy. We are going to be playing a show with them in Prescott alongside FOL and Skulldrug at The Den. So please look out for that. It's an all-ages show in uh, Prescott, Arizona. So I am super stoked for that. And without any further ado, this song is called Umbilical Cordless Black Widow in Portland by So Happy. Too heavy actual knowledge to have the literal audacity to have the last moving fucking nerve. I'd be nervous if I were in your position. Stop switching it up on me. I'll switch off your fucking lights. Now you can't see because you're blind. When it's dark, I am not sorry for the things I was intended to do and to survive. Somebody would kill me fucking dead Nothing says natural selection Like a birthday section Life starts to misconception My Yes, excited to see some of the members from the line cutters there uh, forming something pretty new and cool. I'm definitely excited to see what else they come out with. Uh, good stuff, good stuff. Next up here we have Science Fair with their brand new release. Release. Their brand new release, Through His Teeth. Check it out. Thank you. 
Good shit. All right. So, we are definitely going to have to do another episode like this because I've gotten so many uh, responses in the little, you know, Arizona punk scene page where I posted the question, who has new releases? Um, A lot of people have been just pouring their shit into the comments section there so uh, a lot of the songs that did not make this episode i will be sharing um, from my personal page on facebook which is public so you can find me if we're not friends on facebook Um, don't add me just you know look at the shit that i post or whatever unless we're friends then you can add me but uh, i wouldn't be a friend of anybody if i didn't hook my friends up here on my own show and I want to plug a really great band, um, Blotter Vision. We talked about them last week with Drew, the drummer of Blotter Vision. Uh, this song here is a brand new release from them. And I wanted to kind of cap off the episode with a brand new release from, you know, the homies. So this one right here is called Fall Back by Blotter Vision. Thank you so much for listening. I am out of here. Stop. 
God damn it. Cash. What's up? And Rody. Get the fucking tables. All right. Holy shit, we got some shit to get into. We have a yeah. little bit of news and some AEW Dynamite. Yeah, for sure. It's not a lot of news this week. I think there's a couple things that we need to hit on, but we do have a, a pretty stacked Dynamite. It was you know, it was a good show. It wasn't like I'm fucking... Started out the bang. Yeah, I, I wasn't like this is the best shit I've ever seen, but it was a good show. Like, I can't, I can't say anything to the contrary, so... But yeah, we do have some news to fucking hit on for sure. Like a few things to to talk about. One of the first things is uh, one of the most recent stories to break out. WWE is going to be reverting back to TV 14. Yes. Yes, that is the big piece of news for this week. I'm pretty fucking stoked about that. Uh, I think the content is already going to be so much better hopefully the first episode they go back to tv 14 um hopefully they i think you know with the audience that they have now it will kind of like ease back into some tv 14 content i don't know if they're yeah. gonna start right off with saying suck it and stuff like that but uh i, I i'm interested to see what's gonna happen just walks out sucks it and stabs somebody <laughs> i'm about it i'm fucking about it <laughs> I, I think they they look at what WW not WWE what AEW is doing, and you know th- there are times where it's a little gratuitous with AEW where we're just gonna figure out a way to say son of a bitch or fucking you piece of shit or whatever whatever they do, you know week to week. I, there there are times where you're like all right they're just you, you piece of shit yeah okay that's you know I, I love that shit, but I think the big overarching thing with that is that they're just looking for a way to make their product grittier to get the audience back because i mean honestly when you look back on it that was the best era of wwe when it was still gritty and fucking you know gritty tv you get blood you get you son of a bitch like that kind of you know shit and i mean we haven't had that they went to tv pg in 2008 so it's been a long time 14 years since they've done tv you know tv 14 era um, but I'm excited. I, I, at the very least, I'm going to watch on Monday just because I want to see if it's, if it makes the product better. If we get a lot more piece of shit and sons of bitches and you stupid asshole and all that stuff, like yeah. I want to see if they, they do more of that. And if the content is a little more gritty, if people are getting thrown off the fucking barricades like they used to and all this shit, like, I mean, that's, that's the kind of shit I want to see from WWE programming. So, you know, we'll see. So, question: Is it going to be just raw, or or is it going to be like raw and SmackDown? I think it's because just SmackDown raw is tomorrow, but that doesn't it doesn't go in effect until the 18th. 18th, which, which is raw. Be the day that raw. Correct. So, is it just Raw's 2000 or is a TV 14? I I think it's just it's just raw right now because I mean SmackDown is on a, a network. It's it's on fucking network television, so I mean, it, I think it's you know it's a little harder to get away with TV 14 on Fox. Not so hard, but I'm sure Fox still wants that family-friendly bullshit. 
But, yeah, well, you know, yeah, because it's, you know, like you just said, it's it's easier access television. People with an antenna yeah. can still get Fox, so Correct. it's kind of like the radio. You, you, you can't curse on the radio because it's so easily accessible, especially to children. So I'm sure Fox will they'll avoid the whole uh, TV 14, even even though it's marked TV 14, maybe it will still be PG product on Fox. Yeah, just more wrestling based. Whereas Raw could probably be the yeah. uh, the uh, raw, you know, real gritty show, which I hope happens. So do I. And I like I said at the very the least, I'm I'm gonna watch it on Monday. Because I want to see if it goes back to kind of how it used to be. Because, I mean, fuck, if you think about it, none of us, outside of Road, because I know Rody watches it here and there, but none of us have really watched Raw or SmackDown with any regularity in four or five oh, years. never. Like, it's been, I mean, it's been never, a long... Yeah, it's been... It's been a long time. Yeah. I I wouldn't say that I watched it I watched it regular. Like, I don't watch it regularly. Not at all. Like, if it's on and I have nothing to do, to do I'll, yeah. I'll throw it on. Yeah, yeah, but when, I'm not just like watches. it's Monday. <laughs> fucking popcorn and fucking yeah. lotion. <laughs> like it used to be. <laughs> um, so, what if, you know? What one of the things, the outcomes that we're gonna have, you know, on Monday is either tuning in for literally like five seconds to see the little rating up in the corner. If it says yeah. TV PG, I'm turning it off. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm if done. If it says TV I'm 14, I'm I'm gonna see what happens, you know. So yeah, hopefully this this leads so to something. So my prediction, cool. go ahead. My Roy. prediction is, uh, Sir, Sir Mr. McMahon will come out. I hope not. Has he been knighted? He comes out first on on, on... Sir. No, he, he's been <laughs> fucking coming out every week. Sir Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Sir Mr. McMahon's gonna come out and fucking, oh, we're TV 14 now. This is such good shit. Suck my dick. Because that's... This is what he's been doing. He's just what, like every, okay. like every other week. What if out. they went back to TV 14? And he'll 14? say absolutely fucking nothing. Dude, so what if they went back to TV 14 just to restart and relaunch the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club? That'd be great. It'd be great. And I would just, love like, it. he just lines up a bunch of lawyers, like shoot lawyers that fans have no idea. He's just like, well, you can kiss my ass. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> let's get a few more. Let's let's bring back the hardcore matches. Bring in some more fucking bra and panties matches like it used to be. That's the shit I want to see, dude. You know what I mean? Re- you remember when Come King on. used to just fucking King would blow a load at the fucking table? We're not getting Deb- that. No, we're not getting that. We're not. They're not going to no. go back to that. This is a very PC era, <laughs> dude. It, it really. We're not getting the, the live edge and lead a sex show like it used yeah. to be. <laughs> we're not getting fucking bra and panties matches. I'll tell you that right now. I would be. I would be very happy about it. I, I mean, the, yeah, yeah. I me would. too, honestly. But no, like I don't know. <laughs> no, we're not. It would set women's wrestling back so fucking far. Oh, it would <laughs> absolutely fucking. Oh my god, that's. I mean, that's why we don't get that shit in AEW. What no, they'll just never... give it a title. You're fine. <laughs> they'll never bring it back. That's why you don't have Nitro Girls and shit anymore. You know, you don't have like strippers no. opening the show. Like it's just a different. Well, era. that was that was that whole Jerry Springer fucking era. Too hot Sex for sells. TV. Yeah, yeah, too hot the for TV. Show. Fucking shit, like the Man Show. Yeah, yep. we, it was. It was just a different time in the late '90s, late '90s, early 2000s. Like good it, times. Good no, times. Fuck yeah, it was good times. But it's not like that anymore. So yeah. yeah. 
everything's a little more PC. Everything's a little more, you know, we've got to treat everybody with respect and we can't have this, this, and that. We can't sexualize women on TV. Hey, and I'm all for that, but I'm not going to lie. Them fucking bra and panties matches when I was like 11 years old. Ooh, can't be, can't be mad about that. <laughs> so can't be pissed about that. So that's a perfect segue here, Cash, because the next topic <laughs> that I would like to talk about is the stripping of the women's tag team title. And I know that was a poor yeah, choice of words to use there, oh, but uh, they have removed the women, the <laughs> WWE, WWE such, women's tag team championships from such a travesty. WWE. Um, I think that is also that's, that's garbage. setting that women's sucks. wrestling back. But yep. what if, what if, the whole move to TV 14, what if they just allow women tag teams to just compete for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships? Yeah, or I could see WWE that. Or SmackDown Tag Team Championships. What if but, we finally get uh, inter intergender wrestling and they just bring it in through tag team? Rody, what are your thoughts on that? And what's up? Uh, honestly... If I'm giving my 100% honest opinion right now, I wouldn't buy that for a hot second. Okay. Not at all. You're going to tell me, and I'm, I'm just going to throw out random tag team names. The Brothers of Destruction. Fucking. <laughs> they don't wrestle anymore. See who, <laughs> I know they don't. I'm just I know where he's going. I know where he's going. Teams. Like the authors and then of you Pain have what? versus like, oh, Christian Alexa Lita. Bliss and fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or fucking Alexa Bliss and fucking that superhero chick. What's her name? Fucking Nikki Ash. No. A-S-H. Alexa. Alexa. Nikki, Nikki A-S-H. Yeah. They fucking. And then them two go up against her, each other for the tech. Not happening. The Road the road Warriors. Hey, Rody said. Fucking... <laughs> I don't want to know sell this. Rody said Alexa Bliss and his fucking Alexa is going insane right now. Is going <laughs> off right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Some like, yeah, I, I get what he's saying. Because imagine fucking Hawk and Animal versus like Tori Wilson and Stacy Keebler, like fucking for the for the <laughs> for the WWE Tag Team Championships. It's just not. It's not believable. It, it's not like for that it's not reason. Believable. Yeah, because I mean, there no, there's no universe where fucking dude. I you could know, see. I could see a Shayna Baszler and a Rhea Ripley versus the Usos. Yeah, Awesome Kong and fucking in China versus fucking, you know, I mean, obviously, rest in peace, Joni Lawyer, fucking China, fucking, but you get two fucking women that size, hey, I, okay, I, I get that. That I can get behind. That hundred That makes sense <laughs> to me. Dude, China was a fucking intercontinental champion. Like, yeah, you know, you yeah, got, yeah, yeah. There are certain versions. Sixth wonder of, of the world. Te Dude, Tessa ninth. Blanchard, ninth wonder of the world. Tessa Sorry. Blanchard was the fucking 69. Impact World Champion. Legitimately, Tessa Blanchard was the Impact World Heavyweight Champion. Fucking first female to ever do it. So there are versions of this where I can sit there and go, hey, this one and this one. Mercedes Martinez, I can get behind that. That makes sense to me. But it's just, it depends on who you throw in there. And from what I'm reading, this is why Sasha Banks was so upset. Because she felt like they were devaluing the women's tag division. Because her and Naomi had just won this shit. They just, they just won it. Yeah. And they, they immediately just, you know, put, put 
put that shit on the shelf. We're not focusing on the women's tag titles. It's not important to us. And from what I'm read, this is what Sasha was so pissed about. This well, is yeah, what she was upset about. Just kind of extinguishing a whole division there. Yeah, which is not cool. and I mean, if yeah. that's if that's the case, <laughs> which and they that's worked what, so hard to get. Yeah, if that's what Sasha was so damn mad about, and that's why her and Naomi walked out. Hey, dude, I get it. I fucking get it. I well, I get behind that. Yep. You know, I think it's it sucks that they're doing away with the women's tag titles. But I mean, it's it's long been believed that Vince McMahon is just not a fan of tag team wrestling. Yep. He's not. fucking. I mean, everybody knows this. This is common knowledge. Vince yep. McMahon does not give two shits about tag team wrestling. Which, so, I mean, without tag team so wrestling, wrong. I don't know if the Attitude Era would have been so big without, like, the TLC matches and the Hardys. Can and you Edge think of the tag team? Yeah, Dudley, exactly. You know, but, you know, that is... That's a whole other podcast that we could... A- AP- APA, fucking... You yeah. think of some of the tag teams back then, yeah. and you're like, God, they're too cool, fucking... Yeah. It just, you know... The Attitude Era the... was fucking 80% tag teams, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Least. It was a hotbed for tag team wrestling. We had a shitload of tag teams back then, which I've never understood that that DX. philosophy that he does... Mm-hmm. Well, D-Generation X wasn't really a tag team back then. Yeah. I guess yeah, the New Age Outlaws. Yeah, yeah, the New Age Outlaws. Of DX, yeah. Those, those guys. But, uh, you know, it just, yeah, it, Brothers it sucks. of Destruction, as mentioned earlier. Yes, in, in the right context. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a bummer that they've opted to go that way, and they're, they're not going to be doing it anymore. I just hope that, you know, it doesn't kind of extinguish that flame for some of the women's wrestlers in WWE, because that fucking sucks. Yeah. It sucks. So. Do we... What's that? No, no, no. Go ahead, Gio. Okay, I just wanted to say lastly here, uh, I wanted to kind of bring up this last little topic here, and it's kind of a good uh, transition into bringing up the AEW card because AEW's own Paul White, formerly known as The Big Show, is uh, is planning on using the Captain Insano gimmick in AEW. I'm so happy about it. Rody doesn't give a shit about it, but me and Gio are Not fucking thrilled. Dude, we're, we're thrilled. I can't wait fucking to see it. what comes of this. Like, are they oh. gonna put him in a wig? Like you, you, you mentioned they've already gotten outfits ready and. Yeah, yeah. Fucking apparently, from what I'm reading, is that Paul White was able to secure the rights to the Captain Insano character. He said they're they're doing the whole thing, the costume, the music, like they're. They're doing it all with Captain. And for those of you listening that don't aren't familiar with Captain Insano, that was uh, Paul White. Educated. That was Paul White's character, his wrestling character in Adam Sandler's famous movie, The Waterboy. Yes. Um, which I'm a diehard Waterboy fan. I've watched it a hundred fucking times, and that that's one of the best parts of the goddamn movie. When they're laughing their asses off because they think he's a fucking eight, nine year old boy. Like, and he's, what, 35? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. fucking, yeah, it's one of the best parts of the movie. But that's that's the, Paul White said they, they have been able to secure the rights. So he is going to be using the Captain Insano character at some point down the line. We don't know when it's going to happen. But, you know, I mean, show is, what, 50 now? I think he's got to be about 50. Yeah. Or more. 50, yeah. But show to, show's best days are behind him. But the thing about being a big guy in professional wrestling is you don't have to do a whole lot. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of Ben Show's thing. I mean, he's not he's not a high flyer. He's not big on fucking grappling. He's a huge son of a bitch yeah. who 
does powerhouse moves in the fucking ring. That's always been his thing. You know, thing, his so. career may be winding down, but he's not completely done. So I'm excited. No, no, know. not by, uh, not by uh, any stretch. Uh, I'm, <laughs> shut up, bro. If I'm reading what I'm reading is correct, if what I'm reading is correct, he states, and this may, this will be my last hurrah, so to speak. Okay. So to speak. All so right, maybe so maybe he's going to go on a fucking big Captain out. Insano run. That would be That's really great. fucking I'm cool. I'm all about it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Especially with fucking, like, all these guys out. Like, we could use something extremely entertaining like that. That is fucking well, and cool. And that would be. Yeah, we need, we need fun know? right now. What's the giant guy's name, the guy that's that rolling I'm with fucking... It. Uh, the guy that's with Sanjay and, and, uh, Sat Jay Lethal. Satnam Singh is, Satnam Singh, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, that dude's seven yeah. foot fucking 500 pounds, like, you know, put, put show up against him. You well, know, that's, Captain I Insano, it. brother. Put some Captain respect Insano. on that name. Yeah, Captain, Captain, Insano. Captain Insano against Satnam Singh. Fucking, that's not a terrible matchup. So, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm down with it. All right, so, let's get, right, let's not get that I'm car. not down with it. It's just I would not want. I don't want to see show in the ring anymore. I think he needs to retire. Rody, if you're That's not down with that, I've got two that. words for you. Suck, Suck it. it. So all right, let's let's get into That's fair. Let's, let's get into on. night one. <laughs> of fighter fest yeah because that that's what we're that's what we're jumping into now we're jumping into night one of fighter well, we went yeah. from something fun that's that just been announced into uh night one match one was yeah really fucking fun it started off Absolutely. hilarious if you ask me go ahead and lay it on them cash tnt championship match because wardlow did say that he was going to be a fighting champion so TNT Championship match, Wardlow versus freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Just a fun match. God, that was fun. Like, so I mean, it was perfect. They they opened the, the night with a, basically a promo of, uh, of the best friends and Orange Cassidy saying, um, he's, he's fucking huge. We know that the, the levels are extremely, the odds are against us for sure. Um, yeah. So we're just going to do whatever it takes and cheat. And then Orange Cassidy, the only thing he says is he doesn't care. Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> then we go to the uh, the commentary. Yeah. Taz is like, well, you better fucking care because we're <laughs> here we go. And uh, so and by saying that they're going to cheat uh, a few minutes into the match, we get some tomfoolery with uh, Orange Cassidy doing the you know whole pocket gimmick. Wardlow rips out his pockets. Uh, then we yeah, get uh, great. we get Trent jumps up and tries to you know unbuckle the top rope or the turnbuckle and has no idea what he's doing, and then um, Chucky T dude goes under the ring and grabs <laughs> that chainsaw dude and I popped so hard and like immediately yeah, gets caught by the ref. Dude. I was I was dying. I was laughing my ass off. It's like you don't really the get a whole lot of chainsaw. You don't get a lot of heel tactics from best friends. It doesn't happen a lot, like because they're you know they're widely considered faces in the company. Yeah. But pulling out a fucking chain, Chucky e. T goes for the chainsaw. <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> Immediately gets caught by the ref. Like. So we're gonna cheat. Yeah. Not only are we gonna cheat, we're just gonna straight up fucking murder Wardlow. Fucking. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the plan for the evening. <laughs> That's the only way to win, man. It's the only way to win. <laughs> but it ended up once you got past all the all the tomfoolery and all of that just 
show because that's what it is it's show it's entertainment so once you got past all of that it actually ended up being a very good match yeah and i think we said it on here in the last couple of weeks that orange cassidy is just one of those guys that can work with anybody it doesn't matter how big they are doesn't matter how fucking small they are orange cassidy can work with legitimately anyone and i remember at one point orange goes for a hurricanrana and fucking Wardlow hits you with that fucking, he does the, what was it? Fucking did the little flip into the fucking corner. Like he caught the Hurricanrana and fucking does a flip and lands on his feet. I was like, oh yeah. The cartwheel. He did a cartwheel yeah, the into cartwheel. the fucking corner. I was like, oh man. I was like, Wardlow's got guy moves. Can move. Yeah. Oh yeah, he can. Fucking Wardlow can move, can move his freaking ass off. And I, I'll, I'll always give him credit for that because yeah, he's a big behemoth bastard, but he can move. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you said it quickness. best. It, it turned out to be an insanely good match. Like, it wasn't yes. just a comedy act. You know, they, once they got that out of the way, it was easily a fucking three-and-a-half, four-star match at the very least to me. Yeah, it was It was by no means a five-star match, but it was definitely good enough to fucking, hey, this was one of the best matches of the night. I'll give it that all goddamn day. Wardlow's first-ever TNT title defense uh, goes down in the books as a very, I think, will be legendary. You know, that's... That's a highlightable match for sure. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's you know you, you got to say get one more... thing though. Yeah, go ahead, Rod. Uh, I was just gonna say Orange Cassidy needs to switch up his shit. He keeps getting caught doing that one move where he like swings around and then he goes for I think it's like a, a swinging DDT. But yeah. once he gets right there, he always gets caught. His last like four matches that's ha- that's happened to him. Yep. Like well, all right, maybe man, it's you can't be doing this on guys that are bigger than you. Yeah, maybe yeah. telling a story Could that be. he's I'm, gonna just something gonna... I've just something I've caught. It's caught yeah. my eye in the last couple matches. Well, Wardlow picks up the win. It was cool because he picked Orange Cassidy up at the end of the match, gave him the gave him the bump, showed some respect, gave, gave him the fun. knuckles, fucking showed him that showed him that respect, fucking that was it was a good way to end it. Um, but Wardlow yeah, again, Wardlow again is going to be a fighting champion, and he's made that abundantly clear. So I'm sure we're gonna get some good matches on this run. I, I said it a, a couple of months ago. In the next two, three years, I fully anticipate that Wardlow will be the AEW World Champion. Absolutely. But he will be. He's going to be AEW World Champion in the next couple of be. years. And you but, know he's yeah. going to. You know who he's going to take it from? Who do you think? MJF. That'd be great. That'd, That'd be, be all about such it. Such good long-term, like. Returning. Depending on depending on what they do with MJF, because we still don't have any sort of clarity. Yeah, we don't have any clarity on that whatsoever. Be. I have no fucking idea what's happening with that. He'll be back. Um, next up, we have Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho comes down to the ring, and he is ready to cut a fucking promo on. He's ready to cut a promo on Eddie Kingston. I, I enjoyed it, but it's 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 Jericho, so you know what what you're getting. You know he's a good promo guy. Jericho has been a good promo guy his entire career. He's one of the best. One of the best ever. Yep. Um, it was a no-nonsense fucking promo. Absolutely. Super, super intense. And the match between him and Kingston is going to be a barbed wire everywhere match. Yeah. Um, everywhere He says match. this is this is it for them. This is the last, the last, uh, you know, the confrontation. Yeah, the last confrontation in the uh, Jericho-Kingston saga is what he said. Good. And he says the Mad King is not a liar, but he's a loser. And he talks about how everybody he gets close to fucking ends up getting hurt. Fucking like, you know, there's, there's 
And there's some legitimacy to that yeah, based on storyline. Yeah, I was just going to say there's a little truth sprinkled in there. Like whether there it's, you know, whether he does it on purpose or not, it's it happens. And, you know, yeah. he's got a point. But it was a good promo. Um, I, I enjoyed it immensely. Eddie Kingston followed that up with a promo of his own and basically <laughs> said he was going to spill every fucking drop of Jericho's blood. Like that's. Yeah. That was it in a nutshell. Not unless you guys have more to vamp on that, but that's pretty much what no, he said. That was it. Um, next up, we have... Spitting everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's spitting all over the place. Uh, we have John Moxley versus... Uh, how do you... Konosuke? Yeah, Konosuke Takashita. Fucking in a... Um, was it a qualifier match? or was It wasn't eliminator. a qualifier match. It was an eliminator. Eliminator, eliminator match. They're, they're basically... It's pretty cool. What they're doing is... Uh, people are challenging John the champ, and if they beat him, then they get to go to a, a title match with him, which I think is really cool. So that's the Fighter Fest kind of eliminator match that we're getting right now. So yeah. I wonder who the who the payoff is going to be or whatever, because it's two weeks long. So yeah, Takashita is a is a guy that he, you know, and I believe they said it on commentary last night. That Takashita has been in the industry since he was 16 years old. So he's been in the industry. He's 26 now, so 10 years in the industry. So, you know, Takashita's got a very, very, very well-documented history in Japan. Um, very well-known, very, very popular out there. And he had a hell of a match last night. I thought it was a great oh, match yeah. just, just overall. That was probably probably my favorite match of the night. I don't um, think outside... he's had a bad match in AEW. Like, ever, every match that he's been featured in, whether it be Dynamite, Dark, um, he's been fucking fantastic. Yeah. To take to take a quote from Meaty, he's yeah. been fantastic. Yeah. To, to quote our <laughs> beloved Meatbag here on the show. Whoa, Meatbag. Fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, fantastic. Moxley versus Takashita, it lived up to the hype. It was as good as I wanted it to be. Moxley's been on a hell of a run. He's just been having good match after good match. I can't say anything negative about what mox has been doing recently yep. he's just been on top of it he's he's been a perfect replacement for cm punk oh and i can't turn... wait for this fucking punk versus mox match oh my god dude end of the end of the year is what i think and i think I like it'll how, be I, I like how mox sorry to cut you off but i like how mox keeps fucking um mentioning cm punk like yeah you know, this is about cm punk this is his title guess what buddy i'm keeping it warm for you and i'm gonna officially take it once you're back like he keeps reminding the audience about punk which i appreciate does, does that does that count for moxley i mean the amount of time that he's had the interim title so if let's say that he does end up facing punk at some point in the next six to eight months and he loses it do we just negate the whole interim championship thing no, or does I that mean, it, does that go on his record as he was a champion it becomes an asterisk you know, like he was—I don't—he becomes interim AEW champion, which I think is separate the, from becoming. Aster, yeah, asterisk is the pro- proper proper term, but yeah, I, I was I was curious about that. An ast an asterisk. 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 <laughs> an asterisk. Mm-hmm. Bounce asterisk. that asterisk. Yeah. Asterisk. Um, an asterisk. Is there question, going to be an ask asterisk? When, asterisk? when Punk finally comes back and has that match with. Right now, Mox, but I mean, anyone could take it, right? It'll be Mox. It'll guarantee it'll, it'll be, be Mox. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. Um, whoever comes out on or top, Fuego. I really, or Fuego. <laughs> I fucking really hope 
they don't pull that Sammy bullshit and have two belts. Yeah, no. Oh, well, no I think no, we mentioned no. we we mentioned that we no. mentioned that last week too. Well, no. I don't know. John, no first of all, if it's Mox, <laughs> he don't do that hokey shit, so he won't be doing that fucking bullshit. And second of all, it's CM Punk, he don't do that hokey shit, so he won't be doing that bullshit. I hope not. The, the two belts thing is just the, the dumbest. Sammy Guevara huh. holding two championships was the dumbest fucking thing. Punky really two belts? Stupid idiot. Yeah, a fucking idiot. Stupid, Stupid idiot. idiot. Stupid idiot. Uh, next up, we've got Christian Cage. It's it's well, but let's get, let's preface this by saying the Varsity Blondes are already in the fucking ring, but Christian Cage comes out and cuts another scathing promo. That's kind of been his his mo recently. Christian Cage cutting scathing promos. He brings up Brian Pillman this time. He says that Brian Pillman is considered a legend in the business to everybody except for him. He thinks Pillman was an <laughs> overrated guy, just a, an, a, an average guy on the roster. Um, and he would have been disappointed to see what Brian Pillman Jr. has become. And then he fucking, you know, kind of hones in on uh, <laughs> on Griff Garrison, Mimi Siku. Oh, man. Hones in on Griff Garrison and says, doesn't Griff Garrison kind of look like Jungle Boy? So now Luchasaurus is fucking incensed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, there's not a whole lot of explanation to the Luchasaurus hatred. I don't really get that. Why does he hate Jungle Boy? Uh, maybe it's like, why does he hate the it? brainwashing of that Christian. Brody? That was my two-part question. Was like, why is why is there so much hate for, you know, someone that they His is best the tag team champions with? Yeah. yeah. Um, but my first one was since... We had, we've already had this promo with MJF and, and Pillman Jr., right? Remember? Mm-hmm. When yeah, fucking yeah, MJF yeah, yeah, was like, instead of talking up, he started talking down. He was like, oh, let's be real. And he looks down to hell and he's like, dude. Yeah. Between the two, though. Yeah. Who yeah. do you think, which which promo do you think was Are uh, you was kidding better? me? It's MJF. 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 All day. thousand percent. The thousand percent okay. is MJF. Okay. Dude, he said hey, Brian I'm Pillman is, he said Brian night, Pillman's in hell. Like, <laughs> your dad's in hell. You don't Listen, get much worse than that. Christian is really fucking good. Don't get me wrong. And he's always been really good. But MJF yes. has just something else. Like, just this, this authenticity like no other, dude. He just brings it, and, he, and he's just so maniacal. It's like, referred to as the it factor. The yeah. Rock had it. Yeah. The Rock had he it. Has Stone it. Cold. He does. He does. You can't fucking Stone Cold deny Steve it. Austin had it. Triple H had it. Shawn Michaels had it. It's, it's that that thing that I've separates this, you from other guys. I've said this on record since 2019. MJF is my current favorite wrestler in the whole business. Yeah. Because yeah. of how legit he is. And I don't know. It's just... I feel like I don't know how this became an MJF Christian thing, but uh, I feel like oh, no, Rody Rody made I'm... the comparison. Okay, yeah, but all day MJF takes the cake. But um, yeah. to go back to uh, Christian, I did like the fact that he pointed out um, he made it a, he made it a point to make it about Pillman and Griff Garrison instead of just he going did. out there and sending him to Griff Garrison. He kind of let um, Pillman have it too. That way, you know, he gets TV time, he gets sympathy, 
you know, Pillman's got to come back from that. And uh, I found I found the exact line that that Christian dropped. He said, um, "If Brian Senior were still alive, he'd be appalled that his final contribution to this business was you." That's just, yeah. That's, that's such. Oh my. That's a low blow. Oh, that's so good though. Christian is. He's been doing it for 25, 30 years. I mean, and he's always been a great promo guy. Is he better than MJF? No. No, God, no, he's not better. Well, MJF MJF was a natural from the minute he stepped into this fucking business. A lot of guys have to learn how to do it. MJF just knew. Just fucking knew not how, to, only, how to do it. Not only that, like, not only is he a natural and just, like, you know, like, has the it factor. Because Christian has the it factor, too, right? But yes, it's, yes. It's in a like, different way. It, yeah, in a different, totally different way. Um, Christian has gone from heel to face, heel to face. You know, yeah. like he can also be a face and have his peeps behind him. Uh, MJF, I don't think will ever go face, and he shouldn't ever. And and, and even if he does, it's all a ruse because he is a fucking heel to the bone, to the core. They've teased it a few times. They've teased MJF being face a few times, and then he inevitably fucking turns on whoever yep. it is that he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like Jer- Jericho was is an example of that. Fucking Cody is an example of that. Like he's done it. So we get that. Oh, MJF's going fucking face tease, and then it's like, and nah, then nah, no, nope, still heel. And and that's one of the fucking hallmarks of MJF. And I fucking miss him on TV. I really do. (laughs) And I, you know, and I hope that this is all just a long build by Tony. That's, that's what I hope that this is just building. Tony wants us to all forget about him. We're we're all going to fucking forget it. We're not going to forget him, but we're going to go, okay, it's been six, seven, eight months. Yeah. There's been no man. There's been no fucking mention of MJF whatsoever. And his music just hits out of fucking nowhere. The pop yeah. he will get is going to be unfucking believable. Well, if it's not his music, I think it's just gonna be him being revealed as like this this thing that's been making like this thing that's been making an impact on the show that nobody knows what it is, but it's just fucking like causing terrible shit to happen. And then it's like, oh, it was. Like the like, like the the secret raw general manager. You remember that shit? Uh, yeah, but not like... that wacky. <laughs> not that wacky. Like people are getting oh, fucking man. whacked. You know what I mean? Like backstage. Like oh, dude, this guy got attacked. This guy got attacked. Stuff like that. And uh, so basically. It, it leads into like oh it was MJF or something like that you know like it was me Austin yeah it was me all that's along. what I'm saying is like it's gonna be one of those <laughs> moments like he's gonna be like it was me Wardlow it was me all along like yeah or you be, know, it was hopefully he'll be back soon hopefully it doesn't take till 2024 to see MJF again because that would be such a bummer no it really no will. absolutely not next up we have Claudio. Castagnoli. I don't know how you pronounce it. Castagnoli. Castagnoli. Yeah, Claudio Castagnoli. Versus Jake Hager. I don't know how to say it. The fuck? <laughs> he doesn't. Fucking. He doesn't speak Italian. It, it's Italian, right? Castagnoli. It's fucking Italian. It's got to be Italian. He's that would make Swiss. sense. He's oh, he's Swiss. Swiss. 
He's Swiss. That's was right. he? He's a, was he Swiss in WWE or is he really Swiss? Who knows? Yeah, he was. He, he was, was the Swiss. Swiss he was a cyborg. Swiss Superman. Remember? Yeah, I know. But is that a WWE character? Did they just make him Swiss? Because I think he's, he's actually he's actually Swiss. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Hopefully. I just think his his name in general I don't think is a Swiss fucking name. I'm pretty sure that's that sounds Italian. He looks Italian. Whatever the hell that means. Show is not racist. We are not racist at all. Um, we have uh, Claudio versus Jake Hager. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club versus the J-Ass. What so, a fucking it, match, dude. Great match. Great, great, great match. Guys. It was a fucking... They were brawling. And that's what I wanted from this match. I wanted a fucking brawl. Absolutely. Like, I wanted two big guys that, that have a load of strength just beating the shit out of each other. And the overarching dude, thing with this those... match is that they used to be friends. They were friends. Yeah. You know, in WWE. They don't mention WWE, but that's what it is. They yeah. friends in WWE. Every, they mentioned WWE sometimes, but sometimes that match was fucking hard hitting. Those fucking those flying uppercuts. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was like, you could see the like the the intense pack look on fucking Hager's face after a couple of those hits. I was like, did you Damn. say tits tits pack? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, dude. It sounded like tense. you said tits tense. tits pack. I said you tense. Mean, you meant intense, tense. intense impact. Is that what you meant? The, yeah, that's exactly tits, what I meant. Tits packed. <laughs> I, I said tense. Tense. Intense. <laughs> you fuck. If I could spell it out for you, I would. Tits <laughs> pack. Um, we've got to give credit to Tony because Tony is really making it a point. <laughs> Tony's really making it a point to show Claudio off like he's a star, and he is. Yep. He's he's been one of the best in the business for fifteen fucking years now. So to really show Bar! him off, back when well no back whenever he was in the Kings of Wrestling, fucking back in uh, Ring of Honor. So Claudio had a hell of a resume. WWE did absolutely fucking nothing with Dog him for the better nothing. for the better part of. For the better part of 10 years. They didn't do a damn thing with him. He had and a couple peaks here and there. He mostly did. with the bar. But that's it. And even even Booker T sat there and he goes, I'll never understand. And Booker T is one of those guys that I agree with maybe 20% of the time. Yeah. It's about 20%. He's usually really so, pro WWE or makes some really outlandish opinions. But, like, but Booker T, he did say that he never understood why they didn't push Claudio. Why he never got a push with the company. He's a guy that you could build the brand around, and they just never pushed him. Yeah, and I'll never understand that. Man. But Tony is already Speaks like pushing. fucking seven languages. Yeah. Tony's already pushing him like he's a mega star in that company, and that's exactly how you should push him. Yep. Because because he is, and he deserves it. But uh, they put Cesaro in here. He's not Cesaro anymore. Claudio gets the pin on Hager. Um, go ahead, Rody. Did you see that Booker T got into the ring? Over there, I did. I he was wearing his, his old his old ring gear. Yep. Yeah. I saw a comparison: yeah. 1995 to 19 or to 2022. Dude, he's he looking jacked. He's just he is. He's in good shape. <laughs> he looking real jack, baby. He uh, he was wearing his Harlem his Harlem Heat ring gear, and I I liked that. I liked that he he was paying homage to uh to him and old Stevie Ray. Yep. Harlem Heat Hulk was Hogan. one of the best. One of the best tag teams ever. Don't say it. Don't fucking say it. We'll get, <laughs> we'll, our, we're we're going to get, we'll get fucking, we'll get fucking canceled. 
<laughs> the whole beep right there. People will get it. <laughs> Did you notice the We the People chant whenever Hager was in the ring? Oh my god. He got a We the People chant. It's I thought probably because that, was, that was a thing when they were together. Well, yeah. no, the We the People thing was whenever he was doing the Real Americans. Yeah, but that's in, when, in WWE. when Cesaro was introduced with as his like heavy. Oh or yeah, whatever. that's like, that's was, right. Yeah, yeah. I so forgot Cesaro. That's I completely why. forgot Cesaro was in the Real Americans. Yep. I completely was, fucking forgot about what that. What was that guy's name? The manager, the guy that looked like a fucking um, uh, gold miner. I, he's a legend in the business, and I can't fucking, think of his fucking name right now. Fuck, dude. Um, uh, uh, no, god damn it! It's gonna. Oh, those of you who are listening, fuck, it's on. It's no on. It's on the tip of my fucking Me tongue, too. and I can't. God damn it! It's right there. I can see his name Sutter, as clear as fucking day, and Sutter. I can't say it. Um, damn it. Fuck you, Rody. God damn it. Shit. I this thought you guys gonna, watched is, wrestling. Uh, fuck this is just gonna piss me off the rest of 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 the rest the rest of the fucking episode. Like, if I Zeb Coulter. Right. Zeb Coulter, that's fuck right. You, bitch. You well, Googled that's, it. That's no, I didn't. I did not. That's, that's not his, that's not his fucking name name though fucking what the hell is his real name fucking because i mean it's not that oh yeah that's his um, that was his character but yeah that was fuck, fuck you i'm done i'm gonna tap out yeah. dutchman dutchman tell there you go dutchman tell fuck god damn that was gonna drive me nuts fucking yeah dutchman tell's been around this industry forever so Flying yeah back dutchman. with the real all right we're talking we're talking way too long yeah, about dutchman we got tell way off topic here so what we really we really that. did um <laughs> What was uh, next after up, Hager and, and Claudia? Uh, coming out representing the uh, the shit face asshole Dark Order. Uh, we have Anna J versus the professor of professional wrestling, Serena Deeb. I didn't think it was a bad match. I thought it was a good match. You know, yeah. I don't know how much you guys want to talk about it, but I thought it was a good match. No, it was that's an enough. Incredible match. <laughs> 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 Serena Deeb is uh she is one of the most talented women's wrestlers. She shit on the mic, but she goddamn it is she good in the ring. I will give Serena Deeb that credit all day. And it really looked like so, uh, Anna Jay had her for a second. I thought she did. I thought Anna Jay was gonna pull one over and get a fucking win. And then Serena and the crowd, God, the crowd was so heavily behind Anna Jay. Like it was awesome. The crowd was red hot for Anna Jay. And I, I liked that. Yeah. But, I was wondering why they're why they're pushing her so much serena deep because she's a yeah. good wrestler because she's a great wrestler yeah, yeah that's why i get that i, I get watch that, one of her but, matches I mean, Rody. don't go make a sandwich during her match and actually check out one of her matches <laughs> and you'll see that she's actually a i great sat wrestler. and watched that match it was no, good i get that she's a great wrestler but there's also other wrestlers female wrestlers that I say should have more of spotlight time than her. But you that's just my honest personal opinion. You didn't watch that. Match. You did not watch. I did. Match. No, you. you watched I watched some of that you match. Know, yeah. Okay. You watched. You watched thirty seconds of that <laughs> yeah, fucking match and went and made and a, a sandwich. minutes at most of that match. She tapped out. I saw some of the ending. All right. It was okay. just the highlight, but I saw <laughs> he it. Saw, he saw the tap out. He saw the tap out. Fucking, that was pretty. He was like, oh, is it over yet? Yeah. Oh, she tapped out. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was, that was, that was yeah. Brody's whole Pizza's fucking time. time with that match. Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All, All right. right. <laughs> God damn it. Next up, we have, uh, 
we have the three-way dance for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. The main event. Yes, yeah. it is the main event of the night. Is the uh, Young Bucks, the tag team champions, two-time tag team champions, Young Bucks versus Team Taz's Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs and Swerve in Our Glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. It was, um, it was a great match. Uh, it was a fucking great match. Great match. Like, goddamn, it was good. And again, crediting the fucking Bucks because the Young Bucks just it. It never gets old for me, ever. It never gets old watching the Bucks in nope. the ring because they are just the most, one of the most flawless tag teams in, in the world. Absolutely flawless. And they understand each other. So Matt and Nick, I, there are very the few chemistry. tag teams. Yeah, very few tag teams that I've ever watched <clears throat> that just seem to genuinely understand one another the way that Matt and Nick Jackson oh, do. They did, it, it, uh, it's it's untouchable. Poetry untouchable. in motion to to quote uh, to quote fucking the Hardy Boys. Poetry yeah. in motion. That's that's exactly what it is. Um, great great back and forth. You didn't know who the hell was gonna pick up the victory at different times at the end of this match. You had nope. no fucking that, idea who it was gonna be. Um, and I love I'm, that. I love when they go back and forth like that. Because yeah. it, it leaves me on the edge of my seat every time. Like, oh my god, ah, I can't even get fucking full sentences or even less words out of my mouth when this shit's happening. Like, Rody, you, Rody, you have enough trouble getting full sentences and words out of your mouth just in general. <laughs> yeah, dude. So so, I know, and then you and then you <laughs> so amp it up. up. I'm like a chihuahua fucking trying to fucking get a piece of candy, but I'm like, Whoa! so chihuahua getting a piece of candy. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to mention that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to sound like I, an I called it kind of moment, but I did go into this match kind of feeling like it is, it's not going to last, you know, like the, or not that it's not going to last, but it's not going to matter much if the Bucks lose the titles tonight because it's only their second run. Like, this is just going to be a little, you know, like uh, just a little step along the their major run will which will probably include like five to ten fucking tag team title runs oh yeah Yeah. you know like so this is just another one that you know and and originally i feel like i think it's even been confirmed that it was supposed to go to the hardys anyways um but because of you know certain things that have happened uh it did not go to the hardys and went to the bucks so it's just a quick thing to get out of the way and put on somebody else uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I was thinking, like, it, fucking, it was a great match. Yes. You know, the Bucks lost. Fucking sw- Swerve and fucking Keith Lee, which well-deserved because Keith Lee is a monster. You got to pump it up more than that, Rody. Fucking Swerve and, in well, our I, glory and new yeah. AEW World Tag Team Champions. You, you got yeah, it. but that wasn't the point I'm trying. That's not the point I'm trying to make. Because but you, very, you, like, you gave away the ending. And new. Thank you. Whatever. For God's sake. <laughs> the point I'm getting to is during the match when the belt, because there was a part where the belt got introduced and they were just, everyone was getting whacked with the fucking belt. Right? Yeah. 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 And then there's that one hesitation, uh, hesitant spot yep. where he almost like, I think it was swerved, almost whacked fucking Keith Lee. Okay. All right. But he was like, ah, maybe not. I see so where you're going. I'm just, I'm curious. 
I see where you're going. Is it one of those, like, they have the title just until someone else steps up and takes it from them? I think... Or are they going to, you know, come together and be a good team? I, I, I think, think they'll be a good team. If you ask me... Uh, I didn't. <laughs> well, you know, fuck you. I'm going to say my piece anyways. Um, honestly, I think he might have been going over there to ask for Keith Lee's permission to use the title in the first place on um, whoever whoever he was facing that was down. Uh, who was it? Um, who were the teams in the fucking match? The Bucks, the fucking Swerve on Our Glory, and... It was uh, Team Ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the ass fucking... Boy. Powerhouse, Powerhouse no. Hobbs, and Ricky Oh, Stark. Powerhouse Hobbs and Stark. No, not, not, yeah, not, not fucking... Not Ass Boys. Not boy. the Ass Boys. Team Jay ass. ass, the Ass Boys, and Team Ass, so... Because Man, they're AEW all gets a ass. lot of ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even AEW doing it. It's, it's so, us doing it. I think it's it was... Okay, so it was Starks. Ass. It was Starks that was down, and... Uh, Swerve had the belt that he had gotten from Starks and he was like looking at Starks and then I think he looked back at Keith Lee and then the audience and even commentary was like whoa what's going on here but I think he was just going back to Keith Lee to be like you know hey I'm gonna use this title on fucking Starks over here what do you think about that and then just decided you know what it's not even worth it he's gonna say no he's super face whatever blah 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 or if they were to use that as like maybe he was trying thinking about hitting Keith Lee at that very moment, which to me doesn't make any sense because they're in a fucking tag team match. <clears throat> but if he were, then um, that would build their, you know, eventually feud, you know. So maybe keep remember the titles on him for a little bit and then have him go into a feud. Do you remember when Keith Lee sat there and he did the splash? Did the fucking follow? No, Hobbs did the splash on Lee. Yes. And fucking <laughs> Jr. called it a bullfrog splash. I fucking I about. Oh It's man. a bullfrog splash. I did not I even like, oh, catch my. that. So that's fucking hilarious. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that shit. It's a bullfrog splash. I fucking. Oh, I about died. I was like, God damn it, Jr. I was like, you and I love you so much, but your old ass brain, like just. For Christ's sake. That was like a grandpa joke. That was oh, even Jim. better than a dad joke. <laughs> a bullfrog splash. Like, I fucking Well, I there's, died. you know, there's the tadpole I splash, died. which is, you know, uh, fucking uh, horn swoggles. Yeah. That's the tad, tadpole splash. And then there's the frog splash, which is frog like, splash. you know, that your average size wrestler. And then you get the fucking bullfrog splash. Bullfrog splash. I get it. <laughs> I fucking um, get it. Yeah. I also noticed that uh, Dynamite keeps going over t over its time. That, yeah, that's that's uh, a good point. Air. That's something that I really like about this them is being like the on second TBS. or third week. Yeah. That's yeah, and it, well, and every time it happens, they say that this is that. it's gonna go until the match is over. Every time yeah. they every time they do it, fucking commentary makes sure to tell the audience this is going to go until until the match is over. Once it's finished. TV time remains or match in. No TV time. It's going to go until the fucking match is over. They do it every time. Yeah. And it's a fucking American Dad comes on after fucking... It's American Dad Which, reruns. Rody, so. I'm actually... I'm proud of you because that was actually a really good segue into the fact that we are actually running overtime right now. Uh, 
according to schedule, we are running late here. So we want to kind of wrap up the evening on the note that we have brand new AEW Tag Team Champions in Swerve and Our Glory. Yes. We'll see what is to come. Good for Um, them. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Geo and Meatbag Show through the table segment here. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. This is Bulletproof Backpacks with Bartender. Where'd you find this? If you're looking for any audio recording or you'd like to record your own podcast, please visit Cosmic Soup Recording, where you can turn your ideas into reality. Whether you're looking to record one song or a whole album, Cosmic Soup Recording will fit any budget. For more information, visit CosmicSoupRecording.com or call or text at 480-331-7687. That's 480-331-SOUP. Also available on all social media. Cosmic Soup Recording is located in Phoenix, Arizona, near 24th Street and Thomas. Call now for a free quote or to book your session today. Welcome everyone, this is Nerdy News.
Welcome everybody to this week. <laughs> fucking who invited this guy? Who the hell invited uh, fucking Geo to this goddamn party, me. dude? What? Jesus Christ, man. Well, well so much anyways. for the fucking intro. <laughs> so much for the intro. Welcome. We don't get an intro this week. Nope. Fuck uh, that. We're getting an intro. Geo, shutting up. Welcome to this week's episode of Nerdy News, starring myself, the roadie. I got cash, and we fucking have that guy. Um, yeah, I'm 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 hey. back this week. Fucking, I'm I'm back to to write the shit because I was listening to last week's episode, and it was a fu- it was a fucking travesty. Hey, I, just, I know just, my nerdy news. Just right. just so so much that was left on the table, and I was like, oh my god, like God. Well, you talk about, about that, a day, and talk about that just a little bit more. Just with fucking got, someone that does nothing. It's like when you well, go to I a mean, five-star sure. restaurant with your kids, and they have, like, steaks and lobsters, and the kids are like, I want the chicken nuggets. I want the chicken nuggets. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? There's all this good shit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I got to give Gio's credit. guy ordering chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, straight up. I've got to give a, a shout-out to Jeremy from our, our good friends at Cosmic Soup Recording. Uh, for for sitting in for me and fucking Geo was there too I guess so I mean that's that's cool <laughs> but I've I've got to give Jeremy some because Jeremy is very knowledgeable and I'll give him credit for that all fucking day I will Jeremy yeah, Jeremy absolutely. is very very knowledgeable he knows his shit he doesn't watch every goddamn thing that happens kind of like Brody and I do but you know he does keep up with MCU related stuff he is into you know the shows and all that stuff so I appreciate that but I was yeah. very very thankful that I mean I wasn't uh. Wasn't feeling too hot last week, so the guy stepped in for me, and I appreciate that. But I'm back to right the ship this week. So, Rody, what do you got for me? <laughs> uh, we're going to start off with Ironheart. You know yes. much about her, right? Maybe. I don't. I, I don't know. Not, I know not many enough. people do. She's kind of new. Yeah, she is. She's relatively, I would say, like last five to seven years in uh, the Marvel comics, uh, Ironheart. Yes, Geo. I, I think I know a little something about it. Isn't it kind of like, uh, like supposed to be like, uh, kind of like Iron Man, but she's like way smarter. She's like an African American woman. It's like way smarter than than Tony Stark was. <laughs> that's uh, that's wow. spot that's spot on, Geo. That's Thanks. a spot on assessment. Yeah. It's like you knew exactly. Like what somebody you're said it to about. you right before we started the show. It's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's. I mean, see, I know my shit around here. All right, I can hold my own. <laughs> Yes. So what's Ironheart. what's going <laughs> what's going on with Ironheart, Rody? She's getting a live action TV show. Nice. So another Disney Plus series. Fucking uh, yeah. Fa- another Phase so. Four Disney Plus series. You know they got a. I'm Is assuming like four? in the Is long run. Canon. Phase, this it's phase it's got to be Phase Four. Okay. I mean, I at, I, at this I, point. Go ahead. Rody. I figured to start at Phase Five for all we know. Yeah, that's possible. It's possible. Because the, I think all these short or the these series are Phase. Phase fives because the end of phase four was end game. No, that was phase three. Yeah, end that game was the, was end, the end of phase three. Of, yeah. End game was the end of phase three. Fucking, this has all been phase. Uh, yeah, no, no, my, yeah, you're right. I'm, I know, I know, I'm right. Dude, sure. I Absolutely even know fine. that. Like, yeah, no, uh, that was all phase three stuff. Uh, I was just testing you, and you passed. Good job. That's why you're my co-host. That's why I'm on the show? Yeah, fucking. Shut episode. up. Yeah, why I'm Shut here? Shut up, Gio. Okay, uh, yeah, but yeah, no, no. I'm a, like I'm, I'm kind of excited for it because she is like like Geo said she is smarter than Tony Stark. 
Yeah, it's like a, it's like a continuation of the Iron Man story, and I, I appreciate that. Nobody's ever going to be able to replace Robert Downey Jr. Nobody, nobody will all, ever no. be able to replace him. And but and having I think a that's why I think that's why they're doing this, so they don't have to bring back you know or replace uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony yeah. Stark. Because you yeah. can't, you It'd can't, you can't replace. So Iron they're just Man. like be like you're not yeah, my so they're dad gonna make it type of thing <laughs> <laughs> like you're not fucking tony stark what no you can't replace him he was the first he was the very first fucking mcu like that was iron man the original iron man from yep. what 2007 2008 fucking that was the first that was the first thing that yeah. started this whole wave of films that we've gotten fucking 13 14 years later so yep. yeah i mean you've gotta it all started with him so there's no replacing him but i do uh I don't know. I do. I do hope it's good. You know. I like. I said. I don't know much about Ironheart. So I mean. I. I'm not. Not a lot of people do, and those who do know about her, like, they know what to expect. I. I don't know much about yeah. her. But I know about as much as Geo knows. Yeah. If we'll not we'll a little see. more. Um. So, so what else is going? So on? So going on from there, uh, I'm gonna get into a remake. And okay. I love this game. It was so much fun. Uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking brutal. I believe Lollipop Chainsaw was, what, PS3? I think. I'm I'm almost positive it was PlayStation 3 that you got Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah, it was was good. It was fucking brutal. Yeah, super brutal. You're a hot cheerleader with big titties with a chainsaw fucking cutting zombies down. Okay. What fucking more... And a teenage boy ass yeah, for you, you can't right? go or wrong Gio. with that fuck. You can't go wrong with that premise. <laughs> <I'll take it>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't go wrong. But they're, they're remaking Lollipop like, Chainsaw. That's cool. And like the, and like the quips, little, little fucking. Because she has her, her. What it is is like she has her ex boyfriend, her dead boyfriend, who's yeah. not really dead because but he just doesn't have a body. It's like a talking head, like strapped yeah. to her side. So he says right. some shit. It's funny, bro. It's so fucking good. I'm 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 looking forward to it. Yeah, I think um, it's rather the remake. Other than that, I, that's very cool. I mean, I, I I got some more shit, but I know you got some some games you yeah, want to talk about it as was, well. It was definitely a, a heavy video game week. There was a lot of video game stuff. Um, and I mean, a lot of it, like, let's take it back to 1980s fucking mech and robot sort of shit because that's the two biggest announcements i think in my opinion that i saw this week were both from that action film genre uh they announced a currently untitled open world terminator survival game um and it's supposed to take place between judgment day and the formation of john connor's resistance so that that, went live exactly right in in the midst of skynet going live (laughs) So now you've got this, that that period in time, what is it? I believe it was from 1997 to 2029 is when... Oh, you, you, is got, I'm bad on dates. 97 to 2029. 2029 is when uh, John Connor sent uh, Kyle Reese back to the past to protect Sarah Connor. So yeah, uh, 97 to 2029. Um, so you've got that entire era, you know, that you can fucking tell a story in. So this is pre-John Connor's resistance. So, I mean, that's... There's a lot of lot to unpack there, so I'm I'm excited. An open world Take Terminator us. game? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Sean, Sean Connor's smart, man. Because if he didn't do what he did, he wouldn't be alive. 
Oh yeah. Laser, well, that's that's where they fucking... get into that whole time timeline <laughs> paradox. Is that fucking he sent his dad back into the past to bang his mom, and that's how he was born. It's weird. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a paradox. <laughs> it's I don't know how that works, and I don't know how future. James. Can that's pr pretty much. I don't know how James Cameron explains that, but that's that's what it is. I sent my own father back in time to bang my mom. That's that's the general, you know, concept of the film. You know, if we're gonna break it down to its its barest bones, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. open open world survival fucking Terminator game. But I, get, I'm in, so stoked yeah, to see how that turns. I'm I'm just excited to see how that turns out. I hope it's great. I, I really do. Yeah, I am a big fan of Terminator. So like, so well, I'm like I'm everybody's fucking... favorite is Judgment Day. So if it's picking up right where fucking Judgment Day leaves off, like, you know, come on, it's gonna be good yeah. shit. Hopefully. I hope yeah. so. The, the the last few movies have been fucking garbage in my opinion. So I I'm hoping that the video game is everything you kind of want to see in a terminator what you would normally get in a terminator movie put that into a video game because that's what i want to see um but to kind of vamp off of that there was another big mech fucking robot film back in the 80s that everybody talks about for the my man murphy oh man fucking yeah they announced that there is going to be a robocop first person shooter that's going to be dropping in june of 2023 um, and it's, you know, that it, people talk about RoboCop because it's, it's so just over the top. It's just, it's, it's maybe the most over the top action film I've ever seen. I remember watching that when I was eight, nine years old going, Jesus fucking Christ. I've never seen anything like that before. When they blow them apart with the fucking shotguns, <laughs> yeah. it's like, holy, holy hell, dude. Like, yeah, being eight, nine years old watching that going, wow, I, I probably shouldn't be fucking watching this. <laughs> like, I probably shouldn't be, but no, I finished the movie and I've watched it a hundred times since then. And it's it's so great. I mean, even the more over the top shit is just very comedic. It's good. It's all very funny. It's fucking It's a hands down like it's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a modern classic. But yeah, there you you get to go and jump into fucking RoboCop suit. You get to play RoboCop, which I think is is great you know i'm glad that they're bringing back some of those old 80s action films for the modern the modern era you know because i mean there are kids these days that don't fucking know a goddamn thing about terminator or robocop you know that's kind of our generation so you know i, I i'm really excited about it um we had we had, <laughs> our geo's fucking with us right now i apologize uh we had um one more announcement that that I saw that I was pretty... I don't know how I feel about it because it's dropping in November and Ubisoft has kind of no-sold this whole thing. Uh, there has been a long gestating fucking pirate game that Ubisoft has been working on for a number of years, apparently. it's It's been a in handful. talks for, for a while. Like, yeah, it's, they've been talking about it for a while, but they released a trailer for uh, Skull and Bones this new uh, new pirate game that they're making which Ubisoft has kind of a kind of a 50 50 track record my, in my opinion I don't think everything they put out is fucking gold I think there are a lot of good titles that they do drop but not all of them but the uh, way that I'll, I'm kind I'll of, agree with you with that I agree yeah. with you on what that. would you say their the, most popular title is because I do know of the name Ubisoft I'm just trying to picture one of their games Ubisoft uh, Assassin's Ubi Creed okay Assassin's Creed is Ubisoft yeah. so yeah okay. they 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 do have a pretty Assassin's Creed Far Cry 
um, Prince of Persia, Rayman, fucking those were all Ubisoft titles. Right, okay. So, yeah, they do have some great fucking games. I mean, no doubt about that, but... I'm actually playing Assassin's Creed right now. I've been... Yeah, I've been back at, back I, into fucking Darksiders, and that's that's been it's been. A which joy. one are you playing on that? Which one are you playing? I'm, right now, I'm playing the first one, first Darksiders oh, game. So nice. yeah, I, 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 well, I, I PlayStation Plus, the new fucking PlayStation Plus subscription, had all four of them. I was like, oh uh, man, no. this is. I was like, the this only, is the. The only problem is I don't I don't like streaming my games. Well, you don't have to stream these. These are straight to download. Oh, so uh, they are because like there's a yeah. lot of games on there that are like. Well, uh, that's that are streaming. That's like only stream, certain, like, certain, certain, certain titles. Like, certain titles. Older you have to games. So I was like, I, I didn't know. I know that the fourth one is a download, so I downloaded. Yeah, that the the PS yet. The PS one, PS two era titles, that kind of shit. I think PS three also. You have to stream those, but they do have certain later titles that you can download. So PS four games are all downloadable. PS five games, all downloadable. So. Yeah, I was able to download all the Darksiders games, so I'm about eh, maybe a quarter of the way through the first one. Um, but yeah, dude, those games still fucking hold up. I mean, what the hell? You can't go wrong with that. You play as one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse trying to prevent the fucking apocalypse. That's That concept game, is amazing. The game Absolutely is so, the amazing. Story, the story to that game is beautiful. Yeah, because no, each, I, each game takes place after the you know the first one the next one and it's just like it all lines up perfectly have you played the fourth one because no it's like, I, it's I, a I, bit I different i have not played the second third or fourth one i, oh I haven't played God. any of those three i i started the first one like 10 years ago and then life happened That's war You're life happened war. Yeah, I know. And you play as Death in the second one, and then I think it's what it's Fury in the third one, and then you're back with uh, with war, war and strife. Yeah, and strife, war and strife in the fourth one. Which yeah, mm-hmm. I'll 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 get back to to that series. You know, I'll, I'm gonna play through the series. I don't game much anymore. I don't I don't have the time. But I have been playing Darksiders when I've when I've had the time to do it. So I, I'm about a quarter of the way through. I've been playing in a couple of days. Me and me and uh, Cade have been playing uh, Shredder's Revenge lately. So that's been you know while he's that's here. Right. That's what we've that's what we've been jamming through. Uh, but that's really all I've got um, outside of the you know the shows we have to talk about, and then you know obviously Love and Thunder. What else you got, Rod? Oh, uh, let's fucking fucking cut ah. right in the ah. middle of the ah. hit. Ah. Oh, yeah. Ah. yeah, mid-rip. That was fucking <laughs> Arnold. Ah, 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 the chopper. <laughs> no. You know what? Because the last week, I don't think we got into it enough deeply because uh, Gio's a poser and Jeremy doesn't watch it. So I want to get into someone with someone that knows about it. Stranger Things. Oh the man! To season four. I was so mad. The I was so four mad. Hours. Was I was four so hours. Upset. I wasn't mad about the episode. Well, about the finale. I was mad listening to you guys talk about it, knowing that you could have unpacked so much, and you talked about it for fucking a minute and a half, and just moved on. I was like, what the, what the hell? What the fuck are these guys doing? What the damn hell? Oh my god, like... I should have had my son on here, because he's watched the whole season like four times, and like all the other seasons, like 13 times each, so... Fucking maybe. Maybe I should have had him on. 
Now, you, you talked about the Eddie Munson thing, which Eddie, that that guitar, fucking his rock concert on the top of the fucking RV, like, oh, it was, it was so well done. And I think what the Duffers do so well, the Duffer Brothers, the men that created the series, what they do so well is incorporate music into the show. And, I mean, it gives artists that, you know, either have had a platform or haven't had a platform, you know, another, another, yes, it refreshes everybody's memory about it. Like, you know, Kate Bush, for example, fucking running up that hill. Mm-hmm. Fucking, everybody acts like they've been Kate Bush fans for the last 35 fucking years. Get the hell out of here. Not one of you motherfuckers knew Kate Bush before that goddamn, yep. it popped on the show. And then it ended up being the number one song in the world for a solid fucking month at least a month <laughs> go ahead road you had you had something to say Roddy. what's up well that's well, the, i was gonna just add to that was like how when episode of, or movies or you know shows and movies play uh certain songs or you know songs in general how yeah. they have to pay a certain fee mm-hmm. i want to know how much the duffers had to pay to get that song because i Which, know i think acdc Back in Black is like half a million dollars. Which which song, which song are you referring to? Are you referring uh, to Running Master. Up That Hill or are you talking Master of Puppets? Master. Well, I think I think the fact that Metallica was involved to an extent, and not really Metallica necessarily, because I, I did read after the fact, um, Robert Trujillo, who plays bass for Metallica, came out and said that his son, Ty Trujillo, who was a hell of a bass player in his own right, um, actually did some of the guitar parts for Master of Puppets, for that that rendition of the song, which I think is rad. The Ty Trujillo fucking Right, because they the probably job. had to go in a studio and record a version to play on the fucking show. Correct. You so Ty, Trujillo, Ty Trujillo was the one that was playing the guitar for Master of Puppets, which is amazing. Fucking, I, you know, hats off to Ty Trujillo. I thought he, he did a hell of a job. But what I was getting to with the Kate Bush stuff is that they kind of in a roundabout way, revitalized her career. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, who the hell's been talking about Kate Bush for the last 30 years? Nobody. Fucking nobody's I don't, been talking I don't know about who that. I don't know who that is. I just, Running went, up. Uh, I just went swimming with my son, his friend, and my daughter, and I put on music, and I just put on the Stranger Things playlist because my son is totally into that show. And yeah. it's all just fucking like classics from the 80s that 80s. are like but yep. they're not like like the top hits of the 80s either they're just fucking like good ass songs that kind of got overlooked um throughout yeah. time so yeah what you're saying there is it's, it kind of like revitalizes these songs and people obviously a mass load of people that are watching this show are going oh this is a good song they start streaming it all of a sudden they because the artist becomes more relevant Correct, and they had a, a pretty an original rendition of uh, "Separate Ways" by Journey at the beginning of that episode, also, which I thought was really cool. Fucking so, Journey's getting some pop too. But I sat there after I watched that particular scene with Eddie, and I went, "Shit, it's a whole new generation of kids that are yep. gonna know Metallica that are gonna know Metallica now because they heard." master of puppets on stranger things where i mean fuck if i hadn't already known who metallica was because i'm a lifelong diehard metallica fan but if i hadn't already known who they were and i'm an 11 12 year old kid i'm gonna go to my parents and go hey dad can you 
show me Metallica. That's like exactly I want what my son did. Yeah. Yeah, you, they just played, you know, this song, this Master of Puppets or whatever it was. Freaking, they just played this song, and I want to hear more Metallica. So you end up with this new generation of potential metal, hard rock, fucking <laughs> punk fans. I think if like I said that, anything of value last week at all, it was that. That hopefully this inspires a whole new generation of guitar players. And then in 10, 20 years, we'll have a shitload of just really good bands just yeah. spring up, you know, from kids it all, that got it inspired all... to play the guitar from that one fucking episode. It's all, and it's it all, all, all it comes back around. Like exactly. And it all comes back around. You know, it all, every music just kind of, it goes in cycles to where, you know, fucking 80s, 90s, it was all hard rock and metal. And then late 90s, or, you know, it was new metal and pop. And then it's just kind of over the last five, six, seven years, it's been a lot of pop music and R&B and fucking hip hop and all that shit. Like that's been the the big thing. But I think at some point, rock and metal fucking kind of go back into an upswing where you get this. I mean, and there's still new bands popping up every fucking day. I know because I keep up. But you're gonna get this. I know because I play enough. Yeah, correct. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna get a whole new crop of fucking musicians just based on shit like this. Kids are going to listen to Master of Puppets and go, God damn, I want to learn how to play guitar. And that's awesome. And I've got to, again, commend the Duffer Brothers for doing that. Also, the actor that plays Eddie Munson, and I can't think of his goddamn name right now, but he actually plays guitar. So when he's ripping in that scene, it's really him. It's really him fucking playing. There's a video going around on Facebook right now that actually shows him playing the song. So he know. I mean, he knows how to play. It, yeah, that's which is that's amazing. like the one thing that we did go into detail about last week is he he did actually have to learn the riff, and uh, yeah, yeah. So there's there's video content of him, you know, talking about that. Actually, and, actually and, playing. That's yeah. very, 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 very cool. Um, I loved the episode. Well, if, you, well, if you think about it, right? Think about it. This uh, came out what eighty six. That song came out in originally. Yes, 80, 86. Uh, Master of Puppets dropped in 86. Uh, the time and place of the show was three months, about three, three and a half months after that song came out. So Correct. he learned that song in three months. He learned how to yeah, shred like that's that. That's possible, too. Cause like it's possible. Somebody, it's absolutely possible. Especially I, in the 80s when there's no cell phones or nothing, and you're like, fuck it, <laughs> I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Like, and everybody kept saying, oh, well, there was no guitar tabs. No, there were guitar tabs back then, but they weren't as prevalent as they are now. Yeah. But for somebody to listen to that song on their fucking stereo in the 80s and learn it in a couple weeks, that's totally possible. That's how There's I no learned part how of to it. fucking play guitar, dude, was learning Metallica songs. Like, literally. Yeah. Just <laughs> picking listening them to them on your... Yep. Yeah. That's and that's how a lot of guys learn how to play. So there was a lot of people going, oh, he couldn't have learned the song in that short period of time. Fuck yeah, he could have. Are you kidding me? If he's a good guitar player, oh, yeah. fuck yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He could learn fuck. that song in his fucking sleep. To hell with all that opinion because, uh, yeah, in three months is plenty of fucking time to learn a fucking Oh, yeah. well, and that's, that's coming from people that don't fucking play guitar yeah. and don't understand yeah. how the they instrument can't, fucking... They can't wrap their yeah. fucking head around learning that song in three months. Um, yeah. <laughs> before we move on from the topic, I do want to say that the song is actually trending on TikTok. Like people playing Master Puppets on guitar is trending yeah. on TikTok. So the, it's it's spread. already working. The songs, 
The song's back up to number one right now, or it's in the top ten. I believe. Yeah, I'm almost positive it's in the top ten for streaming right now. So you know, Metallica's making their rounds again, which is never all that surprising because they're fucking yeah. Metallica. And but, I mean, and Master of Puppets is already one of their most like iconic songs and played. If, out, if not, played if not out. the most iconic. Yeah. Yeah. If not the most iconic Metallica song. Yeah. But yes, that's no. They're already making their rounds. But we got onto this subject, and we didn't really, I didn't really get into the nitty-gritty of how I felt about the episode. Um, I was a wreck after Eddie fucking, you know, after you it goes erect? down. I was, uh, I was erect, yes, erect. <laughs> no, I was a wreck whenever Eddie fucking, you know, when it all goes down, um, and that last scene with fucking, uh, with Dustin, you know, I, I was a wreck. I was like, all right, dude, this, uh, this one hurts. Like, this one really fucking hurts. I, I feel... Yeah, it, it, that was that was gnarly because I wanted him to live so bad, dude. I wanted him to keep, you know, Spoiler to stay on the show. Same. Yeah, yeah. I was really upset. Um, Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I was re- super, super fucking upset about it. Um, but the way the episode so, flowed was great. So, and, what's your prediction? What's your prediction um, for next uh, season? It's tough with the Max stuff. The Max stuff in particular, she's like lost in the fucking upside down. So I don't know what they're gonna do with her. Like I have no fucking. I mean, she was blind, and all of her fucking limbs were broken at the end of the last, the last fucking like you know, yeah, last she's episode of finale. Now. Yeah, basically, all of her fucking limbs were snapped fucking in multiple places. So yeah, she's pretty fucked right now. Um, and what I read was the original idea for the Duffers was that they originally intended on just killing her off. They were gonna kill her off, and then they went another way with it. So I think it it keeps going with um. Vecna, you know, obviously Vecna is kind of, you know, he's the progenitor of the fucking Upside Down. It all kind of started with him. So Vecna, it continues with him. I I don't know who dies. I have no fucking idea. I, you know, I mean, Dude, I could hopefully, spec- I could hopefully Will in his fucking haircut. Oh yeah, Will Will Byers has the fucking worst goddamn haircut I've ever seen. Fucking well, I mean, and that's shit, dude. I mean, we all had fucking. You know, bowl haircuts back in the fucking 90s. I had a goddamn bowl haircut. I don't, you know, I don't know how many bowl haircuts they had in the 80s, but Will Byers had one. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and they were kind of subtly hinting at the fact that Will is gay, which, you know, I mean, it was it was subtle, but it wasn't subtle. Like, you knew, like, that scene where he was talking to Mike about how Eleven's always going to need him. You knew that he was talking about himself. And people yeah. were like, oh, well, there was a subtle hint there. I was like, no, you knew who he was talking about. When he was having that conversation with Mike, he was talking about himself. People um, were getting so mad that they're like, how could Mike not tell that Will's crying his eyes out riding someone in the backseat car? He doesn't fucking know their kids. They've been friends their whole fucking lives. I mean, fucking, you just spell it out. Or he's like, fucking... just awkward about it. Like, dude, you're crying. Stop. I don't want to talk yeah. to you. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, not. Someone's crying you know, next time. I'm not going to comfort him. Get away from me! Don't tear on me. I was I was glad to see everybody, or most mostly everybody back. I was happy to see mostly everybody back. Um, you know they're all back in fucking uh, whatever the hell. Oh Hawkins, they're all back in Hawkins. Um, I don't is. know if the I don't know if the Byers family heads back to California now. I I don't know how that works. Um, but no, I I loved the finale. I hear though from what I hear they started uh, filming season five in february so they are already currently working on the fifth season which is supposed to drop sometime in 2024 so also let's also yeah also last thing that i have i'm gonna bring up and i'm just i want to give a round of applause to their makeup 
and hairstyle artists. Oh yeah. That her fucking they didn't have to shave her head this time. That was a no. They didn't. Wig. And I was really I was really upset I about was it. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? She spent all that time growing her goddamn hair back out, and they shaved her head again. I was like, oh no, it's a wig. They fucking they so, were able to. I was to... like, that's fucking impressive. Because yeah, that is me. very. I thought she shaved her head. No, I was very happy to find out that she didn't actually shave her head. So. But yeah, shit's fucked up in Hawkins right now. Things are really fucked up. The Upside Down has basically made its way into the real world. So it's, you know, we're going to see what happens in the in the fifth season. This is the finale. This is the last season. Fifth season, it ends. But they're already talking about spinoff series. There's going to be spinoff shows and shit. So Stranger Things isn't going to die. This particular fucking portion of it is, you know, this is it. Season five. So I'm excited to see what the Duffers do from here. Uh, we need to talk about the boys. God yes. damn it. We, we need to talk about the boys and that epic, epic finale on Friday. Um, I, you know, I was surprised. I really was. I really thought there was going to be some big ass name character that was going to fucking, you know, going to die. I really expected one or two deaths. I fully yeah, did. We didn't get any, we, really. We got what? one. We got one. We got one. We got one. Black Noir. But, oh, but yeah. I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about characters with speaking parts. Yeah. I almost characters forgot about you, him because he doesn't fucking speak. But His yeah. scene with the with the cartoon characters was, was probably funny. one of my favorite scenes in the show. Dude, it was good. It I was teared really up good. a little bit. <laughs> with, with, the, with the black noir stuff? Yeah, with the when the cartoons are like, don't worry, you buddy. Did, you, you, did like, good, you did good. Like, oh, man. Oh, that sucks. Like, because you fully think the black noir is going to make some shit happen, and then out of fucking nowhere, Homelander rips his goddamn guts out of yeah. his stomach, and I that's, still, I'll that's saw it. I saw that coming from a mile away. As soon as they were in that's the same awesome. room together, I was like, yep, it's over for him. Oh, yeah, you knew Homelander was going to kill him. You yeah. knew he was. Fucking the second he told him that fucking he knew about his dad, I was like, oh, Homelander's fucking going to There's a, no doubt in my mind that Homelander's You're gonna about gutted. to kill him right now. Yeah. yeah. Literally. But you got some good stuff with Butcher. Because Billy Butcher is consistently portrayed as this asshole, but he's kind of an asshole with a fucking heart of gold. Because yeah. even after, when he finds out that fucking, you know, the, that temporary V that they've been taking is fatal. That it, you know, if they continue to take doses, fucking, it's going to be fucked up and they could die. So no, instead of having... Die. Yeah, they will. So instead of having Huey go along with it, he fucking, you know, punches him and fucking throws him in that bathroom and drives off. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, subtly Butcher's way of fucking Saving protecting his life. Huey. Saving his life. Well, that's exactly that's exactly what it was. Question. Yep. How many doses? Because it was like three doses, okay. Four or five is death. How many? I think it was basically correct? the next dose was fatal. The next dose yeah. or two that they would have taken. I think Huey Huey took well, something like three doses. I think he did. It was three or four. Yeah, Huey took the three, and. It was three, and then Billy's took it like at least five to six times. That was five, six times for Butcher. Butcher took it five to six times. Yeah, so he 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 should be dying. Well, yeah, that's he, what they said. He is. He, he is. He's got, he's got like a <laughs> he's year dying. left. Yeah, like 18 months they said he, at most. 18, 18 months at the most is what they said. They said he's got a year, but 18 months at and the most. And then he told which, the doctor, you can kindly fuck off now. 
Yeah. Which and was I mean, for... fucking my favorite part of that scene. <laughs> and like, I mean, well, obviously... nothing left else to say here. I guess you can <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the co you know the the series has completely diverted from the comic book. It's not the same. The comic book itself is fucking awesome. The voice Wait. is great. You mean to tell me that this is actually based off of an actual comic? Yeah, I thought based this on was comic like book. a parody of comic book. No, movies. it is based on a real comic yeah. book. Fucking that uh. went that went for a long time, but it's not it's a bit different. Yes, there are some significant fucking differences. Well, the there fact is that with anything that they do with comics. In the it. comic book, all of this shit takes place in England. All of it does. Fucking okay. like but they, they transferred it to America. The only thing they continued to make British was fucking butcher. Really? That's that's yeah. it. Just Which is a good decision. Um Yeah, absolutely. But the the comic book it, there are some pretty significant differences. Like in the comic book, Black Noir is actually a fucking clone of Homeland. Clone. He's a clone. Oh, Homelander. Yeah. He look. He looks exactly like him. He's a clone of Homelander, which they didn't Just go that case route. Homelander yeah. fucking went crazy. They would have. Yeah. And then Black Noir actually kills Homelander in the comic books, which is yeah. not going to happen now. Um, yeah. But clearly. specifically to fucking to Butcher, <laughs> and I don't know if they're gonna go this route in the show. Butcher does die in in the comic, um, but it's Huey that kills him. Huey's the one that fucking kills Butcher in the comic books. Um, almost out of, it had to happen. Like, it had to go the way that it went, you know, because that's what Butcher wanted. He wanted Huey to be the one to kill him. So I don't know if it's going to go that way. I could see it, it going that I way. I could see it going that way. Yeah. Easily I, see it going I that could way. 100% see fucking, you know, Huey being the one to fucking kill Butcher in the, uh, you know, in the finale, whenever that happens. We don't know when the hell that's happening. But um, to get back onto the topic at hand, I hope they, they don't like, panic write a shit, you know, season just to like make no, more money. No, 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 no. Like, I really hope not suck, too, because this shit's good. I yeah, didn't mean it's to fucking cut you great. Off, Cash, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. But they they kind of tease some some potential deaths. They fucking te they they spent a lot of the the latter half of that episode just teasing shit. Like, is Huey gonna take the last dose? He doesn't fucking like is everybody gonna fucking die right now queen mave is queen mave fucking dead like is soldier boy fucking dead right. like it just it, it, there was a lot of shit at one point fucking soldier boy and not soldier boy fucking homelander and butcher attack fucking soldier boy together which is yeah. not something in a in a million fucking years I'd ever thought I'd see happen in this and, show. And it's, like and those... it's just at a split second notice too. Like you spend three yeah. seasons getting to this fucking point where he's finally got Homelander where he wants him, and then in a split second on the turn of a dime, fucking Homelander was... and and Butcher are fighting together. Or, I mean, it uh, was uh, it was yeah, Homelander and Butcher yeah, are fighting you got it together right. against fucking uh, Soldier Boy. It was Ryan. I, I, it was I Ryan. knew that shit was going to happen as soon as Ryan entered the scene. Yep. I was like, oh, something's going to happen. They're going to fuck me. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. So, he didn't want to yeah. kill Ryan. You know, fucking, you couldn't kill Ryan. And that, that's all it was. Yeah. Was the kid. Once the kid entered the room, boom, it changed everything on the fucking turn of it's, the dime, which was insane. Well, was because cool. his, it's his, his yeah. ex-wife's. Baby. Cheating his wife, child. Not ex-wife. His, ex his, his wife. His, his uh, dead well. wife's fucking rape baby, if you want to be uh, you know, yeah. technical about it. 
it's it's the la- the last piece of her that's still alive to fucking butcher. So obviously he wasn't yeah. going to put Ryan in any fucking danger. Oh, that, and just, he that fucked, wasn't going to happen. He fucked all that up too, you know, by saying the shit that he said to him. And then we get to like the very end of the fucking show, and yeah. uh, <laughs> we see yeah. some crazy shit, you know, like. Uh, which I, I thought was cool because I've been waiting for Homelander to kind of show his true colors out in the real world. Like, and he did. He, and he, he finally did. did. He just fucking like zapped the dude's fucking head off with his eyes. And, uh, and everybody started cheering. Well, it, uh, all it took was that one dude standing there to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah! And everybody's like, yeah. And then the fucking Homelander and the kid just started smiling. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like the, the kids, gloves he's, are... he's he's too far gone now. That's all he's got left uh, is his dad and and you always sit there with Homelander and you go, God, can he descend down that rabbit hole any fucking more than he already has? And then they find a way to send him down. Even he just killed a fucking guy in public with yeah. cameras around and everybody cheered him. Like no, it's like oh my god. Like, Did you I was like, like threw a fucking bottle at the kid or some shit. Yeah, like, threw a bottle at him. So fucking Homelander zapped his fucking head off. Like, it, did, just, did you expect anything less though? Like, there was that video of when they let that airplane crash with all the people in it. Everyone was fucking okay with that. No, that well, that didn't looked, get out, did it? Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, they they aired it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, finally happened because I think it was Maeve. Maeve fucking put it out there. Or Starlight put it out there. Somebody did. But you now you've just given Homelander a fucking license to kill in public. Like, just mm-hmm. start murking motherfuckers Andy, for, Andy's you gonna know, have a follow out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And people... He, he's no, a I mean, fucking god to these people. He is. And they're, you know, and I, I was telling Alyssa... Alyssa and I were talking about it through the entire season. And I was like, and I like how, how Kripke, the guy that fucking... The creator of the, of the show, it's... There's always these subtle nods... To Black Lives Matter, there's subtle nods to yes. the re- the Republican and Democratic parties. Fucking, there, there's nods to all of this mm-hmm. throughout this to season. To the real how world home- issues right now. Yes, how yes. Homelander is almost supposed to be this super powered fucking version of Donald Trump. Like that's yeah. that that was the core that was the correlation <laughs> that I took from it. Like yep. it just, I was like, dude, there there are so many subtle nuances about this series where they're talking about the political landscape in our country well, and, and, and what is what is happening in our country too, like with uh you know with um with uh princess maves fucking queen maves sex queen maves sexuality and then yeah when once homelander finds out then they start using it like in hollywood like oh look at her and her lesbian oh, they, blah, they keep, blah, and oh like, she's the strong a powerful lesbian it's like she's not a lesbian she's bisexual yeah she's and fucking, she's come out and it's very much how that that shit works in real life, you know. Like let's yeah. let's exploit the fuck out of this to get people riled up to make more money, you know. So yeah, it's touching on some Welcome real real shit America. there. Yeah. I love that about the series. I love that they talk about serious serious issues, serious topics, <laughs> but then you get a fucking a mini guy that blows up in a guy's dick. Like you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they they kind of touch both ends of the spectrum when it comes to this fucking show. Yeah, I was just at, how I, over just, I was just how over the top can we be? Actually, explaining this show, and uh, my boss was like, "Yeah, you know, oh yeah, I like watching superhero stuff, like especially with the grandkids, you know, blah blah." And I was like, "I uh, probably wouldn't watch this no, one with the grandkids." No, I'm like, no. 
you know, the first episode of season three opens with a, a guy that's like Ant-Man that basically like explodes in somebody's penis and kills the guy. And then she was like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, definitely won't be watching that with the grandkids. No, like, <laughs> can't watch. Not. I mean, dude, the, the, the kids have asked, my kids have asked to watch it. And it's like, nope. <laughs> no, not yet. No, you're you're just you're too young for yeah. for for this. This is this is you know, kind of a oh. visceral. This is a visceral and extreme experience on on a whole other fucking level. Yeah. Like you can't sh you can't show your kids fucking the boys, and I'm sure there are parents that do it. Which hey man, fucking more power to you. But I just yeah. from a personal I standpoint, I would feel like a bad father if I yeah. showed them the boys. So yeah, I I, I can't do it. Speaking of your kids, happy uh, birthday. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's Cade. Cade's ninth birthday today. So shout out to yes. my son, happy Cade. Birthday, he turned nine Cade. today. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. But um, to, to kind of finish it off, uh, Billy Butcher's got 12 to 18 months to live. Uh, Starlight has officially thrown away her fucking uniform. She is now Annie, and she, she's going by her real name, Annie. Yeah. And she's uh, she is now a member of the boys. They let her the into boys. the fucking crew, All right. which I loved, dude. I loved it. I thought it was great that Starlight is a part of the crew now. I love I love that shit. Predictions on season four. Where do you think Ooh. the direction of the show might be going? What do you think might be uh, uh, on the agenda it's with tough. Homelander, tough. Soldier Boy, and uh, Billy Butcher? I think it just it continues to get more chaotic with with you know Homelander because it's always chaotic with Homelander. I keep expecting him to die, and it keeps not happening. Like it, that, it's been it's been three fucking seasons. I'm like, all right, when they're gonna kill him? They, I, here it comes they're gonna kill him. Nope, not gonna happen yet. Yeah. Not fucking yet. It's, it's like Kripke's doing. Man. Yeah, Kripke's doing this on purpose, a hundred percent. He's yeah. like, yeah, we're not gonna fucking kill him yet. We're gonna wait for a while. We'll kill him eventually, but That's just probably not now. Like, it's not. Show. That's what I think. I think Homelander might very well make it to the very end of the series. I, who you I gonna, think who, this might sound crazy, but, you know, color me crazy, but they might turn him face to use a wrestling term. Because you kind of start to realize, like, that boy needs his dad. Like, Butcher, yeah. obviously, is not going to do a good job at raising the kid. You know, he told fucking you ever thought i fucking can't look at you because of what you did to my wife like holy shit dude <laughs> take a chill pill bro like he's like fucking how old is he at the time like eight i think nine? he's, he's got to be nine or ten i think I, well no he's he's uh he's got to be nine because they they said in the fucking first season that uh she disappeared eight years prior yeah so eight yeah he's got to be eight nine years old when that happens yeah. um so yeah if like, you go to it, how are you gonna tell a fucking a kid that old like you know that you you killed your mom and i can't look at you for that you know like damn yeah. dude that, but that, that can, was you can, that was his you way can tell of the like, for, yeah sorry that that was his no, way no, no, of like hey i need to create some distance with this kid but he fuck that was not the right way to do that because Oh, absolutely not. Then all the kid but, had left was Homelander, who he knows is his father. Correct. But you can also tell that fucking Butcher does care about Ryan. Like, it's obvious that, that he cares about him, that he fucking he wants him to be safe, which is, you know, why he fought so hard fucking, like, I'm not doing this, and ended up fighting Soldier Boy in the first place, because I'm not going to kill the kid. Like, there's no fucking yeah. way that I'm going to do this. 
Um, you know, so he cares about him in his own roundabout fucking way. But, you know, Butcher can't get fucking close to anybody. But I, I feel that the next season is going to be heavy kid bound. As in, it's going to be the kid and Homelander. Homelander teaching the kid superhero ways. Yeah. And then fucking, I don't know, the kid goes evil and... I hope Billy not. has to put Billy has to put him down. Yeah, I yeah, think, it's, po- I think it's possible. Homelander slowly turns face, you know, like with raising the kid. Like the kid makes him. Oh, not Homelander. Billy puts him down. Yeah, yeah. I think it's possible. I don't know, man. Like the thing about it is, is that I had anticipated a couple deaths with the finale, and nothing went the way that I thought it was gonna go. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Fucking <laughs> yeah. like. Legitimately, and that happened, that, and that, that finale, I, I, nothing I thought was going to happen fucking happened in that finale. And I've got to give him credit for that. I have to fucking shit, dude. Fucking, they could have gone the obvious routes with certain characters. We're gonna kill this one off, kill yeah. this one off, kill this one off, and they didn't. They didn't do yeah. any of that. Like none of it. Like even fucking Soldier Boy's still alive. He's yeah. alive. Fucking to be like, honest, nobody... I don't know how the fuck Frenchie's still alive because he keeps fucking, you know, getting his emotions involved and fucking shit up left and right. Well, so. he got he got really heavy back into the fucking drugs in the last few episodes. Yeah. Like he's pretty he's pretty much fucked up the entire like last two or three episodes, and then Kamiko kind of brings him back to fucking reality. Um, and I got it, dude. I I love their relationship. Kamiko and Frenchie's relationship is is one of my favorite aspects right. of the show. Like it really is fucking. I've got I've got my personal favorites. Frenchie's one of my favorite characters. I fucking love Mother's Milk. Um, Starlight, dude. Starlight was so goddamn funny this season. Yeah. Holy shit, she was good. Absolutely, she was so good. I mean, I I love her character. Fucking, she is one of my one of my favorite characters on the show. Yeah, and mine, she's the one that kind of yeah. Too. She's the one that kind of keeps Huey fucking grounded as much as she can, you know. Which I mean. And the, that's another thing in the comic. In the comic books, they're married and they have a fucking they have a family and shit. So I don't know if they're gonna go that route. I mean, I think they will. It would be obvious that fucking Huey and Starlight. Dude, but if, you know, fucking. You just blew my mind because what if they haven't even gotten into like the comic yet? Like, what if Homelander does clone himself and then there's a new Black Noir? I thought I shit. thought of that too. I thought of that also. That that thought did cross my mind fucking to where Homelander bow, bow, bow. They they fucking clone Homelander. Not yeah, and then fucking he's the new Black Noir. Fucking yeah, the Homelander are clone. Like asking where's Black Noir and he's like, Here he is and it's a fucking then we find out at the end of the episode it's a clone of Homelander, like what the fuck? Well, cause you gotta think the fucking guy what's his name? The guy that fucking runs Vought originally before Homelander fucking took it over. He's not dead, he's a he's fucking alive. Like yeah. very clearly alive. So um He could already G- have a clone of fucking Homelander. Correct. Is that I know his act the actor's name Giancarlo Esposito is the fucking actor's name and he's been in all kinds of amazing shit. He was in uh, Breaking Bad. He's been in fucking um, Far Cry. Far Cry. Yeah. Like yeah, he's been in all kinds of shit. I forget but, his uh, character name as well. But. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito. His character is still very much alive, and I do not think that is the last we've seen of him. No fucking uh, way. He'll, he'll be not. he'll be back a hundred percent. I just oh, hope yeah. it doesn't take another two to three years for the next fucking season to drop. I really hope it, it you know, they start working on it. And you come. Oh, um, Carl Urban, Billy Butcher himself, fucking has said that they are starting filming in August. 
So oh, cool. hopefully fucking, yeah, August is when they're going to start filming season four. So hopefully sometime late, I would imagine late next year. Late next year, fucking early 2024. I hope it's not 2024, but that's kind of what I'm anticipating. So, cool. yeah, hopefully we get we get some more shit fucking from, from the boys really soon because I don't want to wait fucking another goddamn pandemic length for, you know, the last, the next season. We're, God, we are getting deep into this episode today. We got Geo on, so we're not going over fucking time today. We're not getting... <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not worried about a fucking 30 45 minute long time limit but uh we got one more thing to get into um we need to talk about thor love and thunder love and thunder need, big enchilada let's get into this bitch geo i want i want i want to hear what you didn't like about it first before we talk about all the things we did like about it let's let's hear what you didn't like about it all right so pretty much ever since say Thor 2 they've kind of the dark world yeah they've kind of just dark making world. Thor into just like overly commit comedic like yeah it's it's hard for me to take him seriously anymore because he's just constant jokes like all the fucking time and it's like it didn't used to be like that like it started out no. like more seriousness less jokes and then they've kind of like just really watered it down if you were to ask me and like it just seemed like the so, whole movie was just constant joke after joke after joke where there should have been a lot more seriousness. I I, I see where you're coming from with that. I do. So do I. Um, so do I. The way I look at it, though, is Thor never really went to Earth until... I mean, he, he's gone to Earth before, but never really like been there and studied the ways of the human until his first movie. And then from there, he was a serious. He was serious, right? And then even in the dark world, he he was more serious than funny. Yeah. And then as the movies go on, he starts becoming more funny because he's getting used to our ways. So the way I'm looking at it is, this Thor's really a comedic person. Oh yeah, he's funny. In his hell. human, like he's form. hilarious. Yeah, because he's he's used to our ways. He's not used. To, he's not used to the Asgardian ways anymore. Right. I, I can so get he's behind just like, that. I can get behind that. I just like, feel like I, it affects if, the movie. If he was born on Earth, well, no, because in the comic books, he's he's usually pretty solid and just serious, serious. about. Yes, very serious. But, but I think, I, yeah, go ahead, Rook. I'm not a big like. I am a fan of that, but at the same time, with Chris Hemsworth, it's just so fucking funny. Yeah, so he's funnier than hell. Fucking funny when he pulled. Like, in all the first scenes when he pulled out the fucking, he planted Stormbreaker into the Stormbreaker, ground. Stormbreaker, yeah. And he, like, he rips it out, and there's, like, some, the pieces were growing roots. I thought that yeah, was cool. Yeah, growing fun. roots. Yeah. And then he rides it. I, he, like, he rides it like a broom. I oh, when he was... jumps off it like a broom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, was great. Hysterical. Like, I thought, I, I think he's great. Now, and don't get me wrong, there there was some serious stuff. The stuff with him and Jane was was very serious. Yeah. I mean, obviously there was there was some comedic shit between Thor and Jane, but there there were some serious and tender moments between the two of them. Knowing what you know about Jane and what she'd been going through throughout the you know the entirety of that movie, there are some serious plot threads. I mean, obviously what's happening with her is fucking insanely serious. So, it's yeah, it has its moments. 
they do have, you know, fucking those tender moments, those nice moments. But yes, there is Taika. The big thing with Taika, Taika Waititi, the, the gentleman that fucking directed this film, that directed uh, Thor Ragnarok as well. The big thing with Taika is a lot of his shit is very comedy driven. Like uh, what we do in the shadows. That's one of his two. He created right. that show as well as the movie, and it's the, one of the funniest goddamn TV shows on on the planet. Um, but Taika is very. It's a lot of comedy with Taika, but he does do serious as well. So the serious moments in that movie are you know are taken seriously. But Taika is very comedy heavy. I wanted to go on record and say that I don't actually like hate the movie. I didn't like dislike it to the point to where I sat there with my arms crossed. Like I yeah. enjoyed it. Like I laughed my ass off at a lot of parts. It's the goats, like when they first the came goats. in, like was the so fucking, fucking funny. Like, they're, they're, they're clearly just trying to get rid of them, and they're like, "Here you go. Here's these goats." You know, like. But um, I. That reminded I'm in me the of theater. going to Meatbag's house at Payton Payson. Oh yeah, <laughs> night, you'd have the bra, the bra goats. goats. Yeah, the bra goats. goats. Screaming yeah. goats. So, oh so, my god! Every I'm in the theater, and every time the fucking goats pop up, I immediately just died laughing yeah, like every fucking time they're in an intense battle and then all of a sudden you just hear the goat screaming like out of nowhere like here they come ah! like, yeah. so or when they fucking hit the planet yeah <laughs> oh ah! yeah <laughs> so like it's a good fucking movie like i'm not gonna lie all right but it just felt to me like over like all right guys you're like it's like a, a, a little kid when they they say something fucking hilarious, right? You laugh, and then they yeah. say it over and over and over, and you're like, all right, you know, it's funny the first time. Like, that's kind of the vibe I got out of it is like, okay, like, chill with the, the comedy and, and, like, let the funny parts be funny. You're not, you know, you're not making it any less funny. I don't know. It was yeah. good, though. It was a good movie. Speaking of kids, that was the only part I was not a huge fan of in the movie. When he gave his, when he gave, yeah, at the end when he gave his powers temporarily to the kids, I thought it looked. Oh cool yeah, yeah, yeah. How the, Fucking... But you're you're gonna sit there and tell me that these little shit ass Asgardian kids are gonna fucking just because they have the power of Thor now are gonna be able to take out these shadow creatures in the fucking shadow realm? I'm calling BS. To, I'm saying to, half to... those kids should have died. But wait a minute, to branch off of that, you could say the same thing about Jane. Jane ends up with the power of Thor, and she's immediately a fucking badass. And Jane's not trained. She has no fucking, no fighting background, none of that shit. But Jane, Jane Fair enough. Then I'm mad about that also. Jane (laughs) making logic happen. She becomes the mighty Thor, and Jane is immediately a fucking badass. So what it's, if, you know, you know, the power of Thor also comes with, you know, like the ability, knowledge. Yes, you know, oh, correct. Yeah. It does. To fight, yeah. you want to be a warrior. Okay. Yeah. Then that's, that's if you look at if you look if you look at it like that, then I I could I could get on that, and that makes more sense. Real the, quick. The knowledge, the ability of Thor. Okay, fair enough. I'm on board. That makes shouts sense. Out, shouts out to Love fucking Christian Bale because I think Gore, oh, yeah, God dude. Butcher. Thor the God Butcher is one of my favorite MCU Dude, villains ever. He, should he get was an Oscar so for that. good. Oh, God, he was fucking looted. He was I, he was I, incredible. Dude, he looked fucking when, creepy, like as he fuck. did. He was perfect. It he looked, was perfect. That, it was and, good. 
had the perfect weapon. It would have been better if he was able to use the weapon as the fool as it was in the comics. In the comics, yeah. yeah but because Sony owns the rights to uh, Venom, he can't, I guess. Oh, correct. But because the I, sword I, is, is, is a symbiote that was from, what's that guy's name? Uh, Noel? Snow? Uh, the the fucking symbiote warrior guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I'm I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember guy. his fucking name. But yeah, no, um, he, he, he used he, that. He, he made that sword. What what got me about about okay. Gore specifically? What got me about him was his his motivations, his character motivations, because he watches his kid die, and he's in this desert. He's about to fucking die. Finds his god. Fucking and his god basically tells him that they're fucking peons. Like they don't, their lives don't mean a goddamn thing to him. So he ends up with the sword, becomes corrupted by the sword. Fucking is just out to kill the gods because of what happened to him. Because he spent his, because his he spent his entire life fucking worshiping his god, and his god basically said, "You're a piece of shit. I don't care about you." So the motivation for his character was just so different. It wasn't motivated by power. He wasn't looking for power. It wasn't about, I want to take over the fucking universe. It was, I'm out to kill the gods because of what they put me through. And that was so, so different than what we've seen with the MCU in the past. You can almost like sympathize with him at that point, you know? Exactly, and that's how I felt. I felt that way. I was like, I feel, I, you know, I don't like that he's doing what he's doing, but I kind of understand where where he's coming from. Like, I understand why As he's so parent, goddamn yes. pissed off. Like, why he's mad? Like, I get it, dude. Like, I completely get it. But he was creepy as fuck. The way the way Christian Bale played that character was just it was it was incredible. It was fucking incredible. So, shouts out to Christian Bale. That was amazing. One thing that what I thought was kind of a little cheesy or corny was when you know he finally gets like to the to make the wish or whatever and Thor's like you know you can save her and it like just dawned on him all of a sudden like oh yeah, I got to focus save all of this rage and anger into figuring out a way to just save her instead like that you know like it was like duh like you could have just done that from the beginning like tried to but that, find a but way that, to fucking flip, save her life flip side of that was is that was also him being corrupted by the sword the sword yes, was yes, fucking yeah, yes I've, he was corrupted I've kind of by the sword about that, yeah um a side note i loved how bloody this movie was oh yeah bloody as hell a lot it of gore really, yeah, a lot of gore was, for a marvel yeah. mcu flick yeah well, it was the reason why it was so bloody was, or it was allowed to be so bloody and be PG thirteen was because the blood, most of the blood was gold. If you look, oh, yeah, right. yeah, no shit, yeah. When they're when they're in the fucking the uh, the what is it called? Um, Fuck, what the hell uh, was that realm called where Zeus where Zeus was? Um, all the gods are hanging out. About yeah, they're chopping they're chopping off heads and shit and fucking cutting throats and all this crap and you see all this fucking carnage going around, but it's all gold. It's like so. It's great. <laughs> It's all fucking gold. Um, I thought it was great when he fucking. You thought he, yeah, he killed Zeus. Like I was like, oh, this is awesome. That is fucking. That part awesome. was fucking like, hilarious because Ze- they made Zeus look like this, just like piece of shit. <laughs> like, shouts like, out to Russell Crowe yeah, for portraying fucking yeah, Zeus. Yeah, I, I didn't even realize Crow. that was Russell Crowe until they said something, yep. and then the end of the movie, <clears throat> after the you know little credits, I was like, that is Russell fucking Crowe, dude. 
Like Greek, Greek, Italian, or Greek or, yeah. Italian. Italian. Yeah, you gotta think Greek. about it. I, I like the attention to detail with that, that he had a fucking Italian accent because fucking Greek. these are Greek, Greek gods. Yeah. So obviously, you know, Italian, Brody, Greece is in where's Italy. Where's Greece, bro? <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's a Greek because he's a Greek god. Okay. All right. So he had an Italian, Brody. yeah, he had Fuck. an Italian accent, which I thought was fucking great that they did it the way that they did it. I thought that was awesome. Um, yeah, I should so, know. Yeah, I, I'm Italian. You're a I, piece I'm, of shit. Get off my show. <laughs> <laughs> this is my I'm show, not, bitch. I, this is your segment. Watch your tone. I'm, I'm not sure if that's that's the last time that we're gonna see Jane. I don't know. I I don't know because I mean, if you we if you stay to the end credits, the the very ending credit scene, she ends up in Valhalla, fucking you know, and what? Spoiler alert: she does end up in Valhalla, but she Correct, refuses. She in the comics, she refuses and she comes back as a fucking uh, Valkyrie. Correct. She goes back to Earth and becomes a Valkyrie. That's that's what happens in the oh, book. I didn't so see I that don't. Part. So I don't know. Very end. I don't know yeah, the I intention. To you gotta watch the end. Incre- you gotta watch the end credits. I watched a pirate invasion always... and it, did, it didn't have that part. So. Yeah. I so YouTubed it. At the very fucking end, um, what's his name? Why the hell can I think of his Hercules. name right now? No, not her. Well, yeah, you saw Hercules, which that's going to be a fucking thing. That'll so be a thing. So, his son. That was Hercules. Hercules. Oh, duh. Fuck. God Zeus damn, is, Zeus's stupid. son is Hercules. Oh, yeah, my so God, I'm, I'm such an idiot. I was sitting there like, I'm, oh, I'm fuck. Italian. Who's that going to be? <laughs> so, Hercules. I'm Italian. I'm going to imagine so in a future Thor, because, I mean, Chris Hemsworth says that he's, you know, he goes, I'll keep playing the character as long as people want me to continue coming back. He goes, Always. so, yeah, I mean, they did have the little snippet at the end that said Thor will return. So it's obviously not the end of Hemsworth. Hemsworth will be back in future films portraying please, Thor. Please bring back Fat Thor. That was so good. Yeah, Fat Thor was did you mean Lebowski? Fucking like <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, yeah, fucking no. He I I kind of hope Fat Thor would make a return, but I think he's he's done being Fat Thor. I think he's just buffed out fucking dude, he's Thor just again. Just laying low, eating chicken, <laughs> drinking beer, dude. <laughs> I love fast. Playing playing fucking Call of Duty or Halo or whatever <laughs> yeah, the fuck. Dude, he's he's playing. Online, <laughs> fucking raging <laughs> with some kid. So can we talk about the sad moment in this movie? I got me sad. The saddest when, moment when, in this when whole Jane, movie. When Jane passed away? No, about? I didn't know a fuck about that. Uh, I was gonna <laughs> say when he uh, when he interacts with his hammer. No, but side note on that. All the stuff with the fucking f- with the with the stuff with the axe was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Stormbringer so being all jealous. He's all the, the hammer's all jealous. All his fucking yeah. cracking up. Yeah. But no, uh, fucking when, what's that rock guy's name? I I, I forget it. Uh, um. God, I can't think of it. I, no, I can't think the thing things are fucking fantastic. I'm just for. joking. I I can't I can't think of what his name is. Fucking, I know that he's like Thor's best fucking friend. But yeah. I can't the think of what it's got. It's Taika. Yeah, Taika. Taika is the, the voice. The voice for the character. character. That's that's oh, Taika. Really? Fucking yeah, yeah. Taika voices that character. That's cool. But the, when he got shot down by Zeus, and I thought he died, I, that was the saddest moment. I was like, no. Right. So did Thor. Thor was like, no. Like yeah, he was. No, oh, I was bummed. I thought he was dead, and then he's just he's a face. Like, I thought it was funny when he's like, I'm still alive. <laughs> like, I didn't die. He ends up growing his, he grows his body back at the end, so he's not fucking dead, you know, but um, yeah, I, I thought that was good. Did you also catch the, the, uh, <laughs> fucking, what was it? 
Oh, when he was like telling the story about when they they meet when they mate and have a baby. Oh yeah. Because like they they, hold hands. it's only rock guys. Yeah. So they hold They're hands males. over an open flame. But the guy's name that he was holding hands with was Dwayne. <laughs> ah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he had that's the mustache. The rock. <laughs> <laughs> the rock. Right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't right. catch that, but that's that's pretty good. I didn't I didn't catch Dwayne. <laughs> I didn't catch that. But I I make you know I, I read something somewhere where somebody said they need to start like focusing Phase Four a little bit more because we still don't know where the hell it's going. We still have no I fucking don't, idea don't even where think they do. No, well I mean the thing about Phase One through Three is that you had a very clear and defined fucking like storyline thread where you knew where the ship was going you knew what was going what was coming what was going to happen but we're not getting that with phase four we still don't know like fucking where kang is supposed to be the big bad and we haven't seen kang since fucking loki he hasn't shown and up we, not we one goddamn time since loki we won't get him until uh the quantum i was gonna say quantum leap that's not that uh the ant the new ant-man and wasp movie yeah, apparently out. he's supposed to be in fucking That's the new. That's uh, supposed to be announced. And quantum, stuff like quantum, gasmic or quantum fucking something. I don't know what the hell it's called. But yeah, quantum that, fucks. That, they're supposed to fucking vamp more on the multiverse than that. All that shit in the new Ant Man movie, which I'm glad that Paul Rudd is getting another Ant Man because I love the Ant Man. Yeah, those are good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very. But yeah, we're gonna. I, I don't know where phase five. Yeah, I don't know where phase four is going. Maybe I they're hope maybe they're just waiting to clear up between Sony and Marvel, like so they can fucking finally like use shit that they've been wanting to use or whatever, you know. Well, just you know, shut up and give me a Fantastic Four already. They're doing that's God coming. That's, damn that's it. gonna happen soon. We're getting a new Fantastic Four. We'll get new X Men, which we did talk about this a, a couple of weeks ago. But you know, phase five, phase six is when they're gonna start introducing. Fantastic Four. They're going to start introducing the X-Men. They're going to... It's, and not like I was telling Rhodey, there's just so many characters that you can build upon in the in the X-Men universe. We're yeah. getting another fucking Deadpool movie. Deadpool, yeah. Deadpool 3 is coming out, which is still going to be a fucking hard R. Disney already said that it was still going to be an R-rated film, which that made me happy. Yeah. But, you know, you can do Wolverine. You can make a movie about Gambit. You can make, you know, fucking Silver Surfer. Like, there are just so many options still out there for fucking marvel they're not even close to done not yeah. even fucking close there there's still so much they can do with their properties the shit that we haven't seen yet we've gotten spider-man we've gotten iron man we've gotten captain america we've gotten thor we've gotten hulk we've gotten all that shit but there are a thousand other properties that they have not touched upon yet that fuck the nova corp the fucking nova corp like i mean there's still so much shit for them to fucking get into that we're not even close to done. They said they've got another 15 to 20 years worth of stories to tell. Oh, so yeah, easy. we, easy. I mean, dude, the fucking, the MCU <coughs> is going to outlive us. We're going to fucking die. And the MCU is going to keep going, which really and that's going to piss me off. That's going to piss me the I, fuck off. Cause then I can't see what they put out. Spider-Man fucking 75 is fucking coming out, but you know, I'm on my goddamn deathbed, so I'm not going to be able to watch it. Fuck me and fuck my whole life. <laughs> Like, but I'm excited for the future of the MCU. We've been talking for a long fucking time on this episode. This is like the longest nerdy news I think we've ever done. Pretty sure. You're Pretty, welcome. I, we, went, we, we went on for an hour on this one. But, so, I've granted shout, you guys with time today. You're welcome. Shouts, shouts out to our namesake for this show, Alex Giordano. <laughs> known as Gio. For, uh, giving, 
for giving us all this extra time today. He says he hates nerdy news, but I think he secretly loves it. I no, think he does. He's over he, there fucking taking notes I think he and secretly stuff. Loves Double it. shower tokens, boys. Double shower tokens. You guys did great today. <laughs> As always, uh, shouts out to Cosmic Soup Recording. Uh, we got to give a big shout out to Jeremy and Guyver for doing. They do what we do. They just do it differently. Uh, you can catch their show on Thursdays at three o'clock. So absolutely check out fucking what Guyver and Jeremy do. They do a great job over there. So shouts out to them. Road, you got you got anything else, Road? Uh, yeah. So next week we will uh, we'll have something really good for you guys. Uh, because it's going to be, I believe, next week's live, right? Yep, that's right. We're going live Good next job, week. Brody, fucking with the is that here. is that next week? It's yeah. the eleventh, isn't it? I thought that shit was on the twenty third. Hey, Fate brother. Oh yeah. Oh well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> this episode's right, gonna well, come out between then, so yes. Next. Oh, okay, week. so yeah, so yeah, next week. It's next week. We'll call it next week. Uh, all right. Well, the next gentlemen. episode of the Geo and Meatbag Show <laughs> will be live from Cosmic Soup Recording. That is correct, Rody. Thank you so much for pointing that out. So yeah, thanks for pointing that out, Rod. If you would like to come catch a live episode, come hang out, be you know a part of it. You know, come down to the Cosmic Soup Party. There's also going to be some great bands performing. Uh, Guyver and Team Seven, The Accident Theory, FOL, and all taking the stage uh, yep. free show all ages uh, if you're gonna drink bring your own beer and bring your ID and uh, yeah just have a good fucking time 24th Street in Thomas Phoenix Arizona yeah come party with us at the suit it'll be a good time um, Google it but as always on behalf of the roadie and myself this has been Geo your sucks. weekly dose of nerdy news good night everybody
holy fuck, I love them Skulldrug guys. Uh, just got off the road with them. Three-day banger. That's right. I love them. Anyways, folks, I am so glad that you have made it to the end of the episode. That means you listen to everything. And everything here wouldn't be possible without these next group of people that I want to talk about real quick before we end the show. First and foremost, most importantly of all, Cosmic Soup Recording. That's right. That's where we get everything done. All of our audio engineer work, all of our bands record there, we rehearse there. Shit, we film music videos, we even throw shows there, like the one that's happening this Saturday that you need to be at. Cosmic Soup Recording, uh, the one-stop shop for any any audio engineer work that you may possibly need. For any more information, you can go to CosmicSoupRecording.com. Secondly, here we have Bodacious Prince. That is right. Chris and Lola working hard over there, getting them prints out for all the local bands and whatever you may need prints for. Um, When I say prints, I mean printed t-shirts, hats, koozies, pins, you name it. Uh, Affordable, inexpensive, always a great conversation. Uh, Just down-to-earth people, so hit up Chris and Lola at Bodacious Prints. You can look on all the social medias um, at Bodacious Prince AZ on Instagram. They also have a big cartel if you'd like to support. That is bodaciousprince.bigcartel.com. Last but certainly not least here, we have Permanent Vacation Presents. That is right. If you are in the Phoenix area, Arizona area, and you are looking for a badass show to go to, um, either this weekend or on your downtime, click the link below. Go to Permanent Vacation Presents and look at the list of events that they have uh, listed out. There's a lot of really good stuff. Tickets and all of that should be listed there at the link. Easy to get to. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Also, if you are an artist and you are looking to book your band, if you're not from Arizona, if you are from Arizona, if you're just trying to play some good shows in Arizona, contact Ben at Permanent Vacation Presents. He is your guy. All right. I am going to leave you with one more uh, band here, a couple more, uh, or another song. And uh, this is pretty cool. These guys are out of the UK, and they are called The Puncturists. I'm going to let my uh, assistant take it away from here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Peace. The Puncturists are Carl Gulliford, Drums and Vocals, Pat Crawford, Guitars and Vocals, Tony Jackson, Bass and Vocals, and Gail Townsend on Vocals. The Punk Tourist EP. It's a bit less than an album and a bit more than an EP. Written on a misdelivered Amazon package during lockdown. Well, what else was there to do? The observational stories of pandemic Britain being run by wolves, treating people like sheep, taking away freedom and health care, giving away public money to those in perceived power, lies, fraud, dishonesty, inciting hatred and condoning abuse. Even the wildlife went rogue. This is a true UK story.
here is a brand new track from the new EP. This is The Puncture Swift. I hate living in a place like this. We pay our taxes, hand over fist I hate living in a place like this Come the winter time, we won't exist find this if you're looking for any audio recording or you'd like to record your own podcast please visit cosmic soup recording you're doing a great job appreciate you bro we appreciate you here on the gm geo and me back show oh no we weren't talking to you we were talking to me <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to Meatbag. Oh, fuck you guys. We regret to inform you that Nerdy News has been stricken from... Stricken. <laughs> from by the life. record. <laughs> All of them are deleted. 
Delete that last one for sure. I was too high to even know what was going on. Yeah, that was you, fu rich. you fucking idiots. I'm sitting here listening to it today just every five minutes just shaking my fucking head. I was like, for Christ's sake. What if they don't have vaginas on Themyscira? What if they lay eggs? Like, you oh, see what you, you left me with? Morons. <laughs> the island is called Themyscira. You fucking jackasses. Dude, I couldn't God. fucking hey. pronounce that if I tried. Ugh. You know? Oh, I can't spell it, but I can pronounce it. I can't <laughs> pronounce it, nor can I spell it. I did my best. You did. Bradley just doesn't know what he's talking about. He's trying, but he, he just does not know. You did you did your best, Brad. But at one point, like halfway through, he's like, God damn it, I need my fucking co-host here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Look at that dope-ass hotel room me bags in. Yeah, it is Fan sick. He's fancy. Four, Super sick. Bro, I'm just at the Four Queens. Look at that. That's Fremont Street right there, dude. Is it, it like large, a soft bro. bed, bro? Is it like huh? a pillowy fucking bed? Bro, nice. the Four Queens is like a fucking no-resort-fee casino yeah, hotel on Fremont Street. It's uh, not fancy. It looks pretty nice. It's, it's nice. Or at the very least, it's painted nice, and you have a nice picture yeah. in the background. <laughs> it's 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 nice, dude. It could be worse. What about me? It could be staying at the Momo. Got a picture That's of you in the background. Yeah. yeah, I got one too. I just hang it over my toilet. Glad Nerdy <laughs> News doesn't tell jokes on their segment. <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> because we have interesting fucking commentary. We have yeah. good th shit to talk about. It's just the rest oh. of the podcast that's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get it going. Alright. <clears throat> Damn, son, where'd you find this? If you're looking for any audio recording or you'd like to record your own podcast, please visit Cosmic Soup Recording, where you can turn your ideas into reality. Whether you're looking to record one song or a whole album, Cosmic Soup Recording will fit any budget. For more information, visit CosmicSoupRecording.com or call or text at 480-331-7687. That's 480-331-SOUP. Also available on all social media. Cosmic Soup Recording is located in Phoenix, Arizona, near 24th Street and Thomas. Call now for a free quote or to book your session today.